niggas saw it, some niggas talking. Welcome to niggas watching, niggas saw it, now niggas talking. Welcome to niggas watching, niggas saw it, now niggas talking. Yo, 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 welcome back. Welcome back uh, to uh, Niggas Watching. First yes. and foremost, Happy New Year Happy to New Year. all of our listeners out there who have been riding with us uh, this far. Um, yeah. We're hoping 2023 has started off well for you. We know it is starting off pretty well for us because we are in the studio to talk about shit we love. Absolutely. To talk about. Absolutely. So that means, you know, it's starting off pretty good for us. It's starting off great. That, um, that weather ain't it, though. The weather is about the only thing, though. Yeah, nigga. It's like some not, torrential rain going on outside, nigga. Yeah. It look like... I ain't used to rain in Hollywood like that. It's man. like, okay, well, you, you and every other California. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you. So, yeah, I mean, that's about the only thing. But besides that, though, bro, like, we here, New Year. Um, shit. Recording this show like we always do. We appreciate the support, as I just said before. And hoping that this year, you know, is uh, is an eventful year for niggas watching and everybody else out there who's been listening to us. I mean, I, we got some stuff. So. Yeah, I think, I think got, it's going to be. I think I, this year is going to be one of the Yeah, years. it's going to be a solid year for us. I mean, I so. uh, we we got more than a few episodes we didn't promise the listeners we are going to do. That is very true. And I'm pretty sure more than a few of those episodes going to come this year. So uh, yeah. um, they better come this year, nigga. They, they, they have to come this if year. If they come in 2024, nigga, I, I'm going to be mad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. gonna be upset. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nah, that's 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 for real. But yeah, man, um what you what you been up to? Like, you know, twenty twenty three just started, you know, we ain't that far into it. We you know, not, we, we still not. shaking off, you know, the the twenty twenty two germs, you know what man, I mean? Man, they, they still um, here. But uh twenty twenty two did give us some pretty good movies, of course. It you know, did. Those and movies are the movies that, you know, we're still gonna be talking about on this show. For a while. For probably, a little while. Yeah, for a while. Um along with movies that come out this year, but something that did come out last year. That you recently yeah. watched. I watched it literally. You watched it in the New Year, so yeah. we gonna say like you gonna we gonna give you a New Year review of the of this movie. It's it's super fresh. Um, and it won't even be a long review. Uh, because I did not fuck with this movie at all. What's, what movie uh, was that? Boss the was menu, movie? bro. The mm. menu was not a fan. I believe we talked about it previously. I, I think, think you I gave a review. Talked yeah. about it. Gave a little. I think review. you gave a review. Um, I wasn't a fan of it. Now I'll say I didn't personally fuck with it, but I don't think it was necessarily like a bad movie right that's like kinda, that's uh, pretty much how I feel. yeah i had said it was um grade a mid like <laughs> the type of not and when i say that i mean like the type of mid that literally used to keep studios open keep studios you going. know what i mean yeah. like you need mid films bro you know it doesn't always have to be fucking like a one of those like like it doesn't have to be like an oscar stellar, contender oscar or like contender, a, fucking like a, any type of a classic there's some movies that just need to be that, you know what i mean it. yeah and i think that's that's perfectly fine um the menu is that i i didn't mm-hmm. i i thought the performances were just okay i thought the writing was just okay mm-hmm. the plot's just like there you know what i mean stuff happens i think the what fucked me up was the tone so like mm. i looked it up i guess it's technically a comedy horror is movie. it a, is it is that a horror film? I know. I don't. It, it I don't. Pro- I guess it would be more psychological. So sure. Yeah. I don't. I don't necessarily. I, I think feel it to be more of a thriller. I know they yeah. oftentimes use they're, horror they're and hand thriller. Hand in hand. Yeah. yeah. Um. 
I don't know. It, I, 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 I agree with that. Comedy thrillers, like a dark comedy thriller is mm-hmm. probably the better definition for, sure. for it. But everywhere I've seen it said comedy horror. That's mm-hmm. how that's how they labeled okay. it. Okay. I, I think tonally it messed up. I think it either should have been one or the other, either a comedy or, or straight a, up or a straight up horror movie, mm-hmm. and it would have been better. Um yeah, I mean, if I'm going to give it... Um, so, also, I'll say for the new year, we're going to switch up. We're going to do letterbox review numbers. We're not going to do the 10 anymore. We're going to do five now. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we're going to do them out of five. Oh, um, love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because, I mean, I'm gonna be, we're going to be on letterbox anyway, giving our reviews. So Absolutely. We may Niggas as well, is on there. You know what I mean? May as well make a little bit of continuity. Mm-hmm. I, I, out of five, I think I gave it a three out of five on letterbox. Oh, okay. Um, and out of, like, in terms of recommendation... I'd probably give it like a, uh, I guess like a 2.5 out of 5. Like, you know, watch it if you got nothing else to do. Um, it's not a, it's really not a t- outright terrible movie. Okay. It's just not like a, a, a great you're not selling, movie. Because you, uh, you ain't selling me yeah, on it if I'm I hadn't not, seen I'm, it before. Yeah, I, I, if you <laughs> haven't seen it, I don't, if you hadn't seen it and you need like two hours to kill, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Throw it on. Um, if you have seen it, uh, I guess let me know your review. I've seen some people loved it. Uh, I, I just, you know, I think it was just okay. I also thought that when the trailer came out, I remember when the trailer dropped, I was like, oh, okay, this like, I think I said it on a previous episode as well, like, this looks okay. Like, this mm-hmm. doesn't look bad. It didn't bad. look like, yeah. It didn't look like, oh, let me rush to the fucking Ain't look, Yeah, it didn't look it. like one of them films. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah but yeah. it also didn't look like, you know, oh, I don't need to, like, I don't need to be within 10 feet of this mm-hmm. movie. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I, I'm, you know, that, that's, that's pretty much my review. I, I guess the less said about it, the better. I, I'm not selling a movie. <laughs> How'd you feel niggas. about Anya Taylor Joy, her performance? Uh, I know you said the performances were just okay. They were just okay. But, you I'm, know, if you had to if you had to cast her as as in another role or another film, like based off of her performance in the menu, would you? I don't think so, but I also wouldn't cast any of those actors in a movie. Are you crazy? Hong Chow's in there. She's she's probably the best part of the movie. She is, but like, okay, so I liked her in Watchmen. It's, it's almost the exact same role as Watchmen. She was From, firing the yeah. well, too, if you hadn't seen the well yet. No, she I haven't seen the well, the well. but but so, uh, yeah, I need to see the well. But uh, it, it, based on Watchmen, I would cast her in, in roles. Based on this, I, I wouldn't, there's nobody in the movie that I'd be like, oh, like, let's cast them in a role. And this is not an indictment against, like, the acting. Of course. This I is more you. so an indictment against just the just, actual movie. Just like, the movie I, itself. Yeah, like, yeah. I didn't I didn't watch it, and I was like, it was like, wow. You wasn't blown away like yeah. a lot of motherfuckers out here are faking like they are. Man, a lot of motherfuckers. And not just the homie. No. I got a homie that, that, I that loves this I see niggas shit. on Letterboxd being full of shit all of the time, it, bro. It's, you know what? It's almost giving me barbarian vibes. How niggas was talking about barbarian, like that was the greatest shit they ever seen in their life. But not not to that extent. It's close, but not to that extent. Barbarian was something completely different, though. It was. And yeah. you know what? I, we don't even have to get that much deep into Barbarian ever again we do <laughs> on not. this show. We do not. We but, do um, not. So, so the menu is just okay for you. You yeah. know, I mean, I haven't rewatched it. I don't plan on rewatching it. I might one day just be like, all right, whatever. Yeah, what just the fuck us. not. Fuck it. You know, yeah. just because. Um, it's on HBO Max. I it mean, is. you know, if you niggas want to know where it's streaming, that's where it's obviously streaming. Well, it's not where it's obviously streaming, but that is where it's streaming. Yeah. Um. So, you know, I'll get back around to probably rewatching it at some point. Um. I'm much like you. I remember giving it on Letterboxd a three out of five. It's yeah. favorable. You yeah. know, I don't, it's, I don't, I didn't dislike the film, but I didn't also see it as, like you said, one of those Oscar Beatty, like, 
oh my god, niggas standing at the fucking you know Venice Film Festival or 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 fucking uh, uh, con yeah, for twenty or, minutes type shit. Yeah, or like Sundance, like twenty yeah, minutes. Sunday, yeah, we ain't yeah, doing nah, none nah. of that. Definitely wasn't one of those. One of them. Um, it was just one of the. It was it was just a good. It was a good or decent film. It, it wasn't was anything film. fucking spectacular. It, bro, I'm telling you, if this movie came out like like. 20 years ago mm, I get you If this movie came out 20 years ago yeah. This would have made Like 300 million worldwide In the box mm. office People would have been Begging for like A prequel or some shit Like uh, You know what I mean Like everybody in the movie Would have been like It, it might have actually You know got what I ain't gonna buzz. even lie You, you kind of nailed it Just there bro Because I think a prequel Might make this movie better if they came mm. out with a prequel and it was a really good prequel, because you know there are those films, those film series out there. It's like, damn, if this had more of a like, if I understood the story more, like, yeah, you give us a prequel, you give us something that gives us more, con- you know, context to uh, what was his, what was Sorry. fucking the, the chef's name? Did he actually he had I, a I name? Don't right? know. I just, he, he probably had a name. Yeah, I just remember head chef. chef. Nigga was the head chef yeah. in that bitch. Chef. Um. If you give us a little bit more backstory, that probably will improve how people feel about the main, men, the, like the menu, like I, the, I, the yeah, primary I, movie. Yeah, uh, but know? my my whole thing about that is as as dope as a prequel of it would be. I'm not the biggest fan of like I because this happens a lot with superhero movies where like you watch the movie and it's almost like you have to watch four other things uh, yeah. for the movie to be you. good. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not the biggest fan of that. I, 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 especially now in this day and age, like I much prefer if I sit down and watch a movie from beginning to end, I'm satisfied. Like yeah. I don't feel like I have to go. If anything, I want more. Like oh, in a good way. Definitely like, in a good like, way. Like like okay, not in a, like a damn. I need I need I, more I, to kind of to kind of flesh out this. And, and and you know I gotta we got some more reviews sure. later on that I'll probably touch on this exact thing again. But I really I really as dope as a menu prequel would be, especially about Raph Fine's character. Mm-hmm. I don't. I I, I, I I would probably be upset if I had to watch a whole other movie. Ah, you know what I mean? Sheesh. Just to make that just one good. Just to make that one better. Yeah, I'd probably I just prefer you. to watch the other movie alone and be like, okay, this is a good this movie. This is just a better yeah, movie. this is a better movie. I felt this way about um, T. West's, his trilogy that he's currently in. The, the Pearl shit? Pearl, X, and Maxine that'll come out. X was just okay. Yeah. Like, I didn't hate it at all, but I wasn't, like, in love with the film. Yeah. I liked Pearl better. I feel like Pearl makes X better. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, Because it is a prequel to all of the events that took place in X. But, you know, and to your point, I would much rather the movie that I sit down and watch to from start to finish be that movie. I I shouldn't have to go sit down and watch two, three other films to make this movie make more sense or, you know, feel more fleshed out in order to remove this, like, tense feeling I have about the movie. It's like, okay, now I feel better. Nah, it shouldn't be that way. Yeah, you should be able to just literally sit down, watch the shit, and you're like, okay, satisfied, I enjoyed Mm -hmm. it. And, you know, that's that's usually what I I agree with that. I agree. Um, Speaking of sitting down and watching stuff, though, Mm. um, I watched something very harrowing this week. So very, very... I don't want to say traumatic because that's being that's being very dramatic about it, but it it definitely it 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 was ridiculous. It was pretty crazy. Um, and I'm talking about the uh, Bills Bengals game. Oh yeah. Uh, we, let's go ahead NFL and touch on talk. That. NFL talk. It's we still did watching. tell y'all. We yeah. We yeah. told y'all last year that hey, we love film and TV, 
But sports is included in that too. So yeah. we're gonna talk sports here whenever we got something that is for sure we need to maybe need, do some discussion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean? We definitely need to talk. Did you watch? Were you watching actually? I game? was, bro. I was. I was sitting there watching it on a couch. Had a spliff in hand, and I was really just like most people sitting and watching a game. Even when the people who watched the replay, they even just shocked. Like just like. That shit really happened. Like, yeah. it almost looked like at first because. Well, ex- explain what happened too for the listeners. Okay, somebody, yeah. So um, may not know. Demar Hamlin of the Buffalo Bills. Um, he's a safety, right? I believe he's a safety. Safety yeah. or a cornerback? I believe. Definitely, he's a defensive back. Yeah, DB. He's DB. He's DB. He's DB. Yeah, DB with the Bills. Twenty-four year old from uh, the Pittsburgh area. Yep. Um, had a, a like a, a pretty much a collision. Collided with T Higgins. Of the Buffalo Bills, who's wide receiver, and um, I believe whenever T. Higgins was, you know, moving forward, this is football, yeah. you know, trying to, I, he was trying to get the first down. This yes. that was that was yes. what he was trying to do, and ultimately, or you know, oftentimes with football players, you know, you lower your shoulder, lower your helmet. That's, yeah, they to, te- you know, that's what they teach. That's you. what they teach. That's, you. that's like the safest which way is, to tackle. Yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. Which is pretty much awful. It pretty much proves like why football is a super dangerous sport. Man, like, why are you telling <laughs> young people to put their heads down? Yeah, put their shoulders down into a defender. Yeah, like that's like. And then, and but you know what? We both play football for a little bit, and it's yeah. like the alternative is actually even worse. Like yes. if you if you run at a motherfucker straight up, you're liable to break anything on on your Which, body. Exactly, <laughs> like, exactly. So it, it's 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 all bad. It's all it's really all bad. It's really all bad. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Demar Hamlin uh, collided with, or more so, T. Higgins collided with Demar Hamlin right in his chest. Um, went down to the ground. Bro pops up. You know, yeah. his adrenaline carries him up. Obviously, yeah. yeah. But then he just collapses, just he like, on yeah. the ground. It was almost like he like stood up and kind of got his ground, like his like you know, and yeah. then just completely and just completely dropped on the ground. Yeah, bro. bro, it was utterly ridiculous. And the crazier part, to your point, like he dropped his like helmet, dropped his shoulder, and all that. It if you look at the re- like it's probably hard to find a replay now, but yeah. if you saw the replay, and saw how it went. It literally looked. Like a standard ass tackle, yeah. As bro, it, it was not. It was not a spectacular tackle. It, it wasn't even like even as for you know to T Higgins. It wasn't like one of them. Like he really ran a nigga over. Yeah, you know what I shit. mean. Like it, it, it from both sides. It, it didn't look the the way I like to tell people. It's, it almost it was a freak accident. Very clearly, oh, like very, it wasn't very much. A freak it wasn't accident. anything that not... happened in game mm-hmm. that that it seemed. You know what I mean. I'm now doctor, mm-hmm. obviously. Uh, uh, but it seemed nothing in game that actually causes. Um, what I think is important for us to talk about is Pete, like you know, for this uh, the sake of the podcast, is in terms of niggas watching, is the fact that they wanted these niggas to continue to play. They did. They wanted these niggas to continue to play, and when I say they, I mean officials. Uh, it seems like word came down from the NFL after it took them like almost nine minutes to resuscitate this nigga. Mm-hmm. They were performing CPR for like nine minutes. Ambulance left. They brought in. Uh, uh, they told. They gave the both teams five minutes to continue uh, to five minutes to warm up, and then they were going to continue playing. Mind you, this happened nine minutes into the first quarter. Right. So this is very very early in the game um, that this happened, and it's also um, is there's playoff implications in this game. You know, both teams are, are fighting for like the first and second spot, really the, within the first three spots right. um, in the AFC. Uh, which is why I think that word came down that they should play. Not defending it, but I think that's why the word came down. Yeah, I mean, I, I think 
everybody who's watched the NFL and who knows how the NFL operates in in America, um, after that, like you just mentioned it to be, which is obviously, you know, you have like trained physicians, professionals, medical professionals who said the same thing. Yeah. Like this is a freak injury. This is one in a two hundred. Like it, the right. odds of this happening are so narrow. So, like it just, yeah. it's just something that I think the only time that within sports that you know it's like been reported to have happened i think was in hockey and in baseball when those players take a puck or a ball directly to their chest yeah and then there's also um in soccer it's happened a few times where where somebody and but that's more so because they're constantly running so mm-hmm. they'll be running for 90 minutes a game and they'll be playing since they're like little kids yeah and like there there's no subs and shit in soccer like you don't come off the field really unless it's something big. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's been times when players have had cardiac arrests on the field in a soccer game. But that that's almost a completely different thing because you're like running your body mm-hmm. to an extent that you probably shouldn't be running your body in it's soccer. true. Um, like continuously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up and down almost mm-hmm. full speed. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, no, you're right. Like everybody said, like this is essentially a freak accident yeah, for, for but football. But you know, knowing like, but to, back to your original point, you know, how... These niggas were about to just get like a five or ten minute warm up and just resume play. Bruh. You know, anybody who knows how the NFL or major corporations in the, in the U.S. work, that that's it. That's exactly how it works. Yeah. Somebody can go down on the job, yeah, in front they- of you, traumatize you, literally traumatizing, and the Bruh. company will just come through like, well. Work still got to get done. Yeah. Still got to work. Yeah. And that was pretty much what the NFL was going to do until I guess niggas had, you know, the media and social media. And I'm sure people, hopefully, were in Roger Goodell's ear telling him, like, you know how nuts this sounds to I, continue bro, playing? I don't, it wasn't even all that. You know what it was? The coaches literally, because it was the coaches. Yeah, it was Sean McDermott the, and. Bro, they, they were both like, we, we can't do this. Uh, fucking the Bills coach was like, bro, I need to be in a hospital with I this I need nigga. to be with my guy. Yeah. He was like, I, I, I can't coach this game. If you, if they're not going to, they probably won't show most of this game ever again. Ever again. But if you look at the, like, look at Josh Allen. I don't know if you saw Josh I Allen's saw, face yep. when they were talking about that five minute warm up. He looked like he just saw somebody die. Yeah. Like he, he legit Damn, looked Stephon like. Diggs, like niggas were, bro. you know, I saw, and you know, I saw Stefan Diggs trying to like, Fire niggas up, and I yeah. know his whole spiel was probably "Let's win this for Demar." For, for Demar, stuff. yeah, yeah. But bro, it's it's tough. And but you know, you also can't tell people how. And I don't want to say grieve as, a, as the other nigga passed or anything like that. Um, you know, because as of right now, he's still in critical, still in condition, critical condition as of this recording. You know, but uh, it, I mean, to to Stefan Diggs' credit, like I, I, God bless him. Like you know, he just he he tried to approach the situation the best way he knew how, and like. To even Josh Allen's credit and the coaches' credit, like they approach the situation the best possible way, mm-hmm. and and the Bengals, obviously the Bengals probably didn't know Demar Hamlin as well as like the Bills, of like course, any, of course. But to their credit, they they happily walked in that locker room. Because oh, that's absolutely, a, bro! That's because a, every single every single player on and off that field, every single player at home, every single player who you know once played the game. Saw that happen and immediately probably thought about a that could have happened to me. Yeah. B that has something severe has happened yeah. to me playing this sport that like we all enjoy watching football. It's entertainment. It's a sport. It's, yeah. It's it's gruesome. It's fucking a lot of all a lot of a lot of ways that people feel about the NFL. They have their their reasons. Yeah. And it's very probably valid very reasons. valid and, and why and they that feel game that way. Probably reinforced a lot of it. Absolutely. <laughs> 
absolutely sure did. So just to see them try to move forward with it for that little bit of time. And, you know, of course, you know, and this is going to segue to our next topic. You know, you had someone else who pretty much said the same thing in terms of how is this game going to continue? It's the end of the season. This is an AFC contending type game. These are two like. Uh, I I wish because we're talking about Skip Bayless. Talking about Skip Bayless Skip Bayless was the one who essentially said the game should have continued. Didn't really take any, didn't in his initial tweet, didn't say anything about DeMar Hamlin. Um, Yeah, but at the end, I know he kind of says like, it this game now feels meaningless or something like that. Yeah, it was like it, there was more to the tweet, but just in general, his whole idea was still kind of like, well, how are we gonna declare a winner now? Yeah, and and you know what? Cause, so actually, we'll say this, and then I I want to make a point about uh, Skip Bayless' tweet. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shannon Sharp, they they he didn't show up to um. Uh, un- undisputed? Yeah, undisputed him yeah. in chat with I almost call it uninterrupted. Nah, yeah. it's undisputed. He didn't show up the next day, and the re- his reason was because of the tweet. Because he didn't mm-hmm. want to talk about the tweet. He didn't want to. He wanted to focus more on Demar Hamlin, and he felt like if that was going to be the focus of the episode, he just didn't want to go on the episode. And he attempted to to talk about that today. Uh, yeah, and uh, <laughs> that that went about as well as. Uh, as you could imagine, a conversation exactly. like that going with Skip Bayless. Because Skip and Shannon, a lot, a lot, as of lately, you know, we've seen Skip and Shannon. We know how these sports shows, you know, we, we understand the format. Like yeah. When, you know, everybody has like these, you know, opposing views or you might, you know, feel the same way. You know, you have First Take. First you know, Take. Where Skip was once he upon was a time. for a while, yeah. With Stephen A. And then him, you know, going to Fox and him and Shannon Sharp, Shannon Sharp starting the show. We already know that it's going to be a lot of this back and forth, and, and which is entertaining. That's that's you know that's what you want to see in a um, lot of sports shows. But um, yeah, Skip is he. <laughs> He, it's, it's getting pretty bad with Skip. It's getting pretty. It's bad getting really Skip. bad because him and Shannon are like I know a few weeks ago he had said something to the extent of like Shannon Sharp was not that good of a wasn't as good as Tom Brady is or something like that. Yeah, and Shannon Sharp was like, "I'm in the Hall of Fame. What are you talking about? Like yeah. I, I've earned this. <laughs> like I got stripes. I played this game that you have never played. Yeah, at this level, I, I could you could tell it's starting to get to Shannon. And Shannon's, it's re- yeah, it's Shannon's Shannon's getting a little pissed behind it. Yeah. Um, so it's definitely understandable uh, why he didn't show up, and um, I could understand his frustration and trying to explain it. But I do want to talk about something with what Skip said because yeah. I, I think I don't want to say it's it's important to talk about, but it is it is worth noting. Mm-hmm. He made actually a valid point in saying that this game does this game does have um, playoff implications. Playoff, right? inc- absolutely. Yeah, um, we all I, know I, that. Yeah, as I said, you know what I mean. These these both these teams are competing for like the the one through three spot. The biggest reason I think they wanted to give those teams like five minutes and then like just continue playing is because them trying to reschedule this game is going to be like a fucking nightmare. Yeah. Because even 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 if they figure out a perfect time to put this game, you still need to consider that both of these teams are like probably fucking traumatized. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if they even play Sunday to their fullest ability. You. you know what I mean? I um, but Skip's point. Or skip, skip, um, and I hate the fact that I'm even almost defending this mm. nigga, but, but careful, yeah, right. <laughs> I think it's it's important to note because this is exactly what the fucking NFL is thinking. You know what I mean? Which Absolutely. is why they're like fucking, yeah, just go out there and finish playing, and like they're not even taking into account that this young man may have genuinely lost his life, like on the field type mm. shit. Like, I mean. In all honesty, that's yeah. kind of what happened. They had yeah. to use bring CPR to. to 
get a steady heart, bro. Yeah. Like broke this nigga's ribs. Brad's you know what I mean? He wasn't breathing on his own when he left. Exactly. He has a tube in his throat right now. And like talk. someone told me recently, you know, and like I guess you know it's the honest truth. Really, as 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 like painful as it sounds, if you're not breaking ribs, you're doing it wrong, man. And, and I mean, like, look. just think about that, bro. Like, it, like that. There were so many things in that moment that you know, and, and in that sh- that what ten minutes that he was on the field until he was transported to yeah. a nearby hospital. The NFL was still trying to just you know postpone it until you know that kind of cleared up. Yeah, and and you know what? I'll, I'll say this, bro. I'm glad. I'm glad it was actually just temporarily suspended. It, it wasn't was. Until, it was, bro. It was temporarily suspended for like 30, 40 minutes, mm-hmm. and then it was like, okay, now it's fully postponed. And then like the next day, it was like, okay, we're not playing. I, I want to say it's it's important that they did not continue the game because I want to I want to bring up an example of. Um, uh, WWE in like 1998 They had a pay-per-view Where uh, I don't know if you remember Owen Hart Bret yep. Hart's little brother uh-huh. Where he he died In the middle of the pay-per-view and He was ziplining yep. And They they knew he was dead Like the second they got to the body mm-hmm. And saw it They already knew They pronounced him dead But they continued with the show And they didn't tell anybody Until the very end of the show They had other rest Like his, his best friend in life I think it was Jeff Jarrett Or somebody Came out and he's like Yeah Hope that man's okay And then was just talking about The match that he had And like the whole show, they're like, yeah, we're going to update you on Owen Hart, update you on Owen Hart. And at the end of the show, they told all those people that just sat and like little kids and shit, just sat and watched the rest of the pay-per-view that that man you saw die like 20 minutes into the pay-per-view or that man you saw fall died. You died. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's something that to this day people hold against WWE and like oh, Vince absolutely for a variety of reasons. Even Owen Hart's family. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like they hold it against them for a, a, a variety of reasons, understandably so. And like, you know, a lot of like, I think... uh I'll say Vince McMahon. I don't know if he directly said this, but obviously it would have had to come from him. But he said, you know, it was unprecedented. In that moment, they didn't necessarily know what to do. Um, it's not necessarily a good excuse, but, you know, it is unprecedented. It is like, unprecedented. Yeah, and like, really, you know, you don't know what the fuck to don't. do in that moment. And it's also a pay-per-view. Like, you know, yep. people didn't already pay for it. So it's like, once again, not to defend it, but that's that's why the NFL not doing this Whoever the fuck got in Roger, uh, fucking Goodell's ear and was like, "Don't do this shit," they saved the NFL probably the the biggest lawsuit they probably oh, would have yeah, ever seen sir. in life. Bro. Yes, sir, absolutely. I ever agree. seen in life, bro. I ever agree. seen in life, bro. Because if they if they would have continued that game and it would have ended however it ended, probably would have ended with the exact same score it started with. Damn near, probably. <laughs> it, probably it probably would have. They bro. probably would have started sending them backups and shit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like because niggas just would not have wanted to play. And if their excuse would have been like, oh, you know, it's playoff implications. Whoop, whoop, whoop. We didn't want to reschedule it because we're so close to the playoffs. And like you know, it would have been mm-hmm. they would have been cooked. Because they wouldn't have just got sued by families. They could have got sued by every player that they forced to go out and play. Yes, they could have got sued and by FLPA everybody. could have sued the fuck out of them. Bro, they would have got sued by everybody who like paid a ticket and was in that fucking stadium, watched what happened, and was like forced to continue watching it. Like, bruh. So, yeah, they they look, they they got saved. Um, they got saved like a motherfucker. And I, and I know uh, part of the, the issue with the NFL is... Um, the ratings are so mm. fucking high. The ratings. Bro. It's dude. a ratings game. It's this a is, ratings this game, is, bro. Now, this is where the TV side comes into it, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. And, you know, other folk out there. Like, the the issue is, so if you look at the top-rated primetime stuff in 2022. Yeah, you got a list of that? I do, bro. The NFL is in, like. Probably, like, the top six or seven or ten. Bro, they, it's 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 they, And they probably ridiculous. got multiple games up there. It's not even bro, just one game. Yeah, bro, no. like So, number one is, like, the Super Bowl. Of course. Number two is the NFC Championship. 
three is an AFC playoff, four is an AFC playoff, five is a is a AFC playoff. Like, bro, they got eight. The first, the top eight belong to them, mm. and then they got one game. They got a Thursday night game: New England versus Minnesota. Yeah, number seven, bro. Yeah, that, that's just to show you how how crazy their fucking ratings, their ratings are. are. You know, and that I mean? was an that's an Amazon game. That was, bro. That was an Amazon game, bro. So, wow. and and so I bring that up because I I I don't I won't say I get why they almost attempted to do it, but I understand the mentality of being like, oh no, like he he's okay type shit. Like let's just uh-huh. keep playing it. Like I understand the mentality, but that doesn't mean I forgive it. That doesn't mean I condone it, and that doesn't mean I think they they should have even attempted to do it because mm-hmm. them niggas look like they almost I mean, saw somebody yeah, die. Every every person out there who has any passing knowledge of how. You know, TV ratings and the NFL's TV ratings were. Man, we all know like if they did continue this game, it would absolutely not have surprised anyone. I, what I, would have been surprising, honestly, is the it, it's kind of a double edged sword. We wouldn't have been surprised that they continued it, but at the same time, yes, because like, damn, y'all really doing this? <laughs> wow, it would have got to fourth fourth quarter, and we would have seen every player there crying. Like boohoo crying on the sidelines, yeah. both the coaches boohoo crying, the offensive coordinators in like the little booth in the booth boohoo crying, dog. And we would have been like, y'all niggas really, y'all really, <laughs> y'all really kept going, y'all niggas really kept going because we like like I said and like you just pointed out like how high the NFL's game like fucking Thursday night football game bro, on Amazon Prime on Amazon Prime got twenty five million views. That's bro. in. On 25 million viewers. Them ad dollars for the NFL niggas, did, they did not want to see that go away, essentially, Bruh. from this, this past Monday night football game. And they really had no choice, bro. They Their backs were up against the wall. The fucking media, the general media, the general public, rather, I put it that way. Everybody, mostly, who had their eyes on that fucking game. Of course, you had those few people who were in there who were like, you know... Okay, well, he's at the hospital now. Let's continue the game. You you always going to have those stragglers. But the vast majority of people would have also probably just cut the game off. Yeah. So their ratings would have gone down. I, I mean, I'll tell you, bro. I, when it became very clear. When, I would have when them niggas, that game Bro, the when them off. niggas said they're going to play in five minutes, I was watching to see, like, okay, are they really going to play? If they really would have played it, bro, I would have cut the game off. Cut the game off. Yeah, I would have cut the game off. So this would have like, been a really a, a, a marquee matchup. This is what of we're course, talking yeah. about here. Having that low, it would have made no sense for them. It would have made no sense, and and you know it's it's almost unfortunate to say the next whenever they do end up playing is going to be like uh, if they end up playing if they end if they yeah. if they end up playing, uh, which I'm I'm pretty for the reasons that we stated before, I'm pretty positive they're going to end up playing. I'm not sure how they're going to figure it out, but I'm pretty positive they're going to end mm-hmm. up playing. Uh, it's probably going to be like a, a this is if it's going to the ratings are going to be like through the fucking roof, and like That's you true. know what I mean. Um, this it's, is it's true. It's going to be hard to 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 see the NFL learn their lesson from that. Going back to the WWE example, mm-hmm. now they have stuff in place to where if something like that were to happen today, the show would be over immediately. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it, it wouldn't it wouldn't go on. You know what I mean. Like if somebody gets injured in a match now, if they're really injured, like they will spend. 10 minutes showing you like that person going on a stretch and they're like we will update you like mm-hmm. if that something happens like the show is fucking over like so yeah they they it, it, it's almost like the nfl won't learn the lesson um unfortunately so corporations don't that's what it is that's capitalism in this country this this conversation as we've all seen think peace to death on oh my on God. social media um and it with a lot of you know you know valid 
you know, I guess opinions there. People the, feel the way they feel. Of course. Um, we all have our feels, but, you know, the, the vast majority, the, the general consensus here is if the NFL would have fucking did that shit, you were right. Niggas was going to get hit with a lawsuit. Ratings oh were going to drop. Bro. It just wouldn't have made no sense. We understand that the NFL is, is a corporation and all of these other companies out here, they don't. They value money over employees, period. They, 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 they do. do. They value revenue over bo- human bodies. Bruh. Like, that is that, that is what drives them. Yes, And that is the, that's the NFL. Unfortunately That's what so. we know. Yeah. And I'm, but I am glad that it didn't continue. I am glad to know that he did receive medical attention immediately of course these are highly trained professional athletes highly paid to man um so you have to already know that the medical staff that is there are going to be the best of the best and i'm glad that it was such like a speedy response absolutely and i'm glad that he was able to they were able to get him you know up and out of there and and he's you know unfortunately right now we haven't got much of an update still sounds critical but we you know we're hoping that bro is able to pull through. Absolutely, yeah. um, you know because that same day, like I mentioned to you, and we can segue. Um, I watched the SC game, SC and I watched the fucking SC and two game. Yeah, I watched yeah. them. No, no, not the Rose Bowl. The Rose Bowl was uh, Utah. Oh, so um, yeah, 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 I'm tripping. SC and in Tulane and the Cotton Bowl, they were in Arlington. Mm. Um, you know, before SC fucking shit the bed. Oh my god. Um, any <laughs> there was a player from Tulane. Um, about 10 years ago now, 2012, collapsed on the field. Oh, wow. They had to do CPR on the field a few times. He was paralyzed. He's permanently paralyzed oh now. Oh, my God. Um, I, I didn't see why. What was it? Actually, I don't know if he collapsed or he took a bad hit or something like that. But bottom line, they had to bring, they had to resuscitate him on the field. Did they continue off. the game? Hmm? Did they continue that game? Oh, I'm pretty sure they did. Oh, my God. Pretty positive. This is 2012. A yeah, little bit 2012. More, yeah, yeah, yeah. A little, yeah, a little more rowdy. Yeah, a little less PC. A little more rowdy. A little um, more rowdy. 2012. But uh, now that that shit happened, it would have fucking been Man, hell. Man, them niggas would have got cooked. Yeah, sir. Universities too, like colleges. Oh, oh my yeah, goodness. yeah, yeah. That's it's, these are at these are kids. Yeah, it's a real specific oh. lawsuit. Oh, NFL's a, a, a real vague lawsuit. Oh uh, my goodness. Sue a college, just real specific. You name the dean, nigga, yeah. right? But I saw just that day. That's what makes what made it pretty eerie to me. It's like, damn! I just we just watched, you know, footage. Unfortunately, and I hate you know how whenever you are covering something. I'm glad that you know most news outlets or media outlets you know stopped showing the the replay. And I think, like you said, if you try to find a replay now, you probably it's it's, it's tough. I like, and this is like, it's good, brother. Yeah, it's great. But this was like within. 20, 30 minutes of him like actually getting into the mm-hmm. hospital and shit. Like it was tough to find because re- it was like somebody had tweeted it. You couldn't find a tweet no more. Mm-hmm. Somebody had posted it on YouTube and it was like a cam of it and like that's gone. Like mm. it's it's that's good. That's great. Actually, that's great. Yeah, I love that. Um, but you know, like I said, when I was watching that game, it was just so eerie that you know the very next game that I was going to watch, you know, professional athletes, you know, something very similar happens to someone, and now you're seeing it in real time. Yeah, it's like wow, that's that's so unfortunate, man. But that game, man, that's 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 that game, and it, it just has too many fucking you know bad possible possibly bad outcomes from playing it, professional football playing football at any level and, yeah and don't, it don't even level, have to be in the nfl yeah but there are too the, many bad outcomes that could happen and then like i said the biggest issue is almost like how how many people watch like their their mm-hmm. ratings have probably gone down a bit over the years 
But I mean, still, mm. bro, it's still eight out of the top ten. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you, if, uh, you what's the other two on that list? Just for the hell of it. Oh man, the other two on that list, bro. Since you said they took eight out of ten, the first eight spots. The first eight spots are, they had are belong to the NFL. And then number nine is a college football game. Oh, Georgia and Alabama. Okay. Um, last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, um, obviously last year, but like last year around this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then 10 was the Winter Olympics on Prime. So time. sports owns oh, yeah. all of that. Yeah, I mean, this is a, this, is a, this is the top 100. I'll tell you, the, the highest rated non-sports show is Yellowstone on this Okay, list. makes sense. Yeah, Yellow, Yellowstone's getting, making, yes, sir. doing numbers. We've, I, have we really talked about Yellowstone? We yet? haven't, because I'm waiting to watch it, and then we're going to have a conversation. Okay. Yeah, we're going to have a conversation. Yeah, it's a whole lot that can go into that. Yeah, yeah, I, I want to mm-hmm. actually watch the show, because I'm like, I may as well, everybody else watching it. Yes, sir. Uh, but while we're on the topic of these these ratings, I do want to talk about something. You, you brought up a topic recently of... Um, the NBA and I'm signed because we're gonna have to cook these niggas. I said we was Dog, gonna try yeah, to I'm, go. I'm, I already know, bro. I already know. Fuck. I said I said we was gonna try to go. All of 2023, <laughs> at least as much at least as, possible. as many episodes without cooking these niggas. But unfortunately, here we are. Again. Here we are. WBD on their ass again. They're talking about. Oh, goodness gracious. They are talking about getting rid of. The NBA. Now, actually, I won't say they're talking about it, but they're saying we don't need. They're it. just saying we we if the NBA's media to buy their media rights for what is it the upcoming? Not, it's 2025, 2026. and this is like we're talking some a couple billion. This uh, a couple, a couple billion. Really, you're getting like twenty. Yeah, and they're gonna split it with a couple other places. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they're saying if if, if the NBA don't really want to lower it on that price, they don't really need it. Which would be fucking ridiculous of it, Turner of TNT. It you is get it. and it isn't, bro. You get it. I understand. I absolutely understand because, yes, one, the NBA has way more games than NFL than football. Yeah. The ratings really vary. They do. You you want to know the top rated game, the uh, NBA game on this list? What's that? It is... The NBA Finals? Yeah. NBA Finals Game 6. You know what number it is? Guess what number it is. What? No, just guess. Just... Out of hundred, this out of hundred, the highest rated one. This is number. This is in the fifties. Number fifty four. Oh damn, you, that's fucked up. It was twenty eight. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> A little higher. <laughs> about twenty six spots higher. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. About. Um, that's why I kind of understand. Look, WBD. We we didn't cook these niggas a lot. This actually might be wise for them. It, it, so it's not wise because they just re-upped all them niggas on um Inside NBA. So it'd be stupid for that because you still got to pay them niggas, I'm sure, regardless. But it is wise because them niggas are, they, it, it's getting real tough with money. For it's these looking real, real, yeah. And and for a, a game, I mean, the NBA Finals Game 5 had 14 million viewers. Bro, the Oscars beat it. Oh. Yeah, the Oscars beat it. I mean, there's a plethora of NFL games that beat it. Like I, there's teams that I'm pretty sure niggas didn't even watch, bro. Mm-hmm. Fucking, did you watch Chicago versus Green Bay back the, in September? The Bears and the Packers. <laughs> no. Yeah, bro. So like, I can I can kind of understand not wanting to pay as much as the NBA is probably asking for it. That said, it is a little bit stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, the biggest reason we we talk about we will talk about sports on this show is because out of everything we talk about. Sports is the only thing 
we can talk about on this show and we won't have spoiled it for you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, that's the only thing you can experience live at the same time with everybody else in the world. Um, Now, of course, you can watch a new episode of certain shows, like Snowfall's coming up. You can watch a new episode of Snowfall with everybody else in the world. Mm -hmm. But if you're on the West Coast, you know what I mean? And you don't have, like, FX East or whatever, Mm -hmm. if you get online when Snowfall's on, you're going to get the whole thing spoiled for you, right? But I couldn't spoil, like, the fucking Laker and Miami Heat game that's on as we speak right now, right? Yeah. Because it's on as we speak. So, that said, I kind of feel like if they're going to get rid of NBA, they need to... They can't just bank on baseball. They can't just bank on hockey. Like, they need to kind of figure out something, like some other sport that they can kind of, like, fill that void Mm -hmm. and can kind of get... Close to NBA ratings. If right. not that, they need a show that can get close to NBA ratings. Because it's very possible if the fucking Oscars beat uh, the highest rated NBA game last year. Yeah. Um, but I, I agree with you. It is kind of a bonehead move. I don't. Yeah, I don't think this it's wise for for Turner or for W or Warner Brothers Discovery. Nigga, it's all them niggas. It's all of them. They're <laughs> all in there. Um, I don't think. I know that you know Zaslav says he wants to you know cut like three billion in costs. And one of the that, fastest that, ways to do that is do to <laughs> get rid of over, you know, overpriced sports, you know, rights. Yeah, you know what I mean. But the amount of ratings, ad dollars, all of that stuff yeah. that the NBA still generates for Turner, for Warner, for WBD, yeah. it would be ridiculous for them to just let it go to where it would probably eventually go. Amazon, Apple, it'd probably Google, go to YouTube Apple. TV, YouTube TV. Yeah, YouTube TV YouTube just got TV. the uh, Sunday ticket, which I was like, oh, that's yep. so Google. Lit. That's yeah. Google. Um, that is Google. That, that is Google. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know the the you know these you know channels you know these these companies in general you know uh, ESPN and TNT. Yeah, those are like the two biggest partners of the NBA when it in terms of yes broadcast. Having one of like the and then like someone else has mentioned you know and I you, actually you mentioned and you say that Charles and and all of them just got like extensions. Bro, they all got extensions like last year. Might, so you're going to have to cash them out. Ago, Are you bro. dumb? Yeah. So it would yeah it it would actually I feel like it would I mean in the long run it would save the money duh but up front it wouldn't be cutting you wouldn't be cutting no costs because you about to you have to you have to shell out however many millions of dollars to all of these people. Yeah. You're gonna have to watch, you know, your crown jewel, the NBA on TNT. You know, inside the NBA on yeah. TNT, one of the like best, long, like the long uh, running sports shows, like yeah. one of the longest running sports shows, and honestly, probably one of the best, probably sports the shows best on sports right shows. Now. Yeah, you know what I mean, just in, in a general sense. In you know general, I mean? so to see those two possibly like wither away because they wouldn't want to pay the NBA what they want. Yeah, it would be that, dumb, bro. It would be dumb. It would be but dumb. But to, to low-key play devil's advocate, bro. It's okay. Um, yeah, play it. It would, it would probably end up working a bit more in the long run. Than I, I that's think. what I said. Yeah, in yeah. The long in, run, like up front, up front, it would look really stupid. But like, I don't even think that long of a run. Like, I think within like a year or two, you would see a lot of that money getting put into mm-hmm. other stuff that would sort of make up for that. And I mean, I think... Depending on the ratings for inside the NBA, they could probably do 
almost like an ESPN thing. Maybe do like a small like sister channel or whatever mm-hmm. that's mostly focused on sports, but you know, you only have baseball and shit and you just have them inside the NBA niggas on at like a certain time after, you know, mm-hmm. a game's gonna be on and they're just talking about the game. And they're just like, talking about the games. Yeah, I mean people would still fuck with it. Oh, and absolutely. It, and it would be a way for you not to have to cash them niggas out up front. Um that's, you might have to cash true. them out a bit because I'm sure that all them niggas would be like, well, I know Kenny He's gone for a couple coaching jobs in the last like maybe ten or fifteen years. He hasn't obviously gotten right, him, right. But he's he's gone for him. So I'm sure Kenny, Chuck, Shaq, all of them would be like, "Yo, I want to be able to go somewhere else mm-hmm. at some point." Like, so I mean, maybe yeah, Chuck just signed a ten year. Yeah, I'm sure Chuck. Extension. I'm pretty sure if if you gotta if you could put Chuck on, I'm sure, bro. Fucking, we were just talking about Shannon Sharp and Skip. If Shannon mm-hmm. and Chuck can have a show together. I'm sure Chuck will happily be like, yo, fucking cash yep. me out now so I can go to fucking Fox or ESPN or some shit and have a show with this nigga. Um, I, I just think for what's been going on with WBD, as much as we've been cooking these niggas, it's probably not a bad idea to say no to these niggas. Mm. And on top of that, I just said basketball is not getting great ratings compared to a lot of other sports. Of course, yeah. If you but put has it, on- it has it really ever? No, it hasn't. It's, the ratings have gone up, though. Of, of, right, the ratings, yeah. have, ratings gone up. have gone up. But the ratings have gone up. I'm pretty sure when um, Brown was running with the Heat and the Cavs, the ratings were probably some of the best that they've been in a while. And obviously with mm-hmm. Jordan and Kobe. Kobe, Shaq. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. The ratings are probably some of the best they've ever been. But um, I I think throwing NBA on like Apple TV or fucking Amazon. Be on, yeah, Major League Baseball is on Apple TV. Bruh. I mean, we just talked about a random ass uh, Amazon night football, game. Thursday yeah, game bro. Amazon. Like. Like, come on! I, I, I think, yeah, I think throwing it on there's not, not necessarily a bad. They'll idea shell out the cash, bro. They'll, they'll pay double whatever the fuck mm-hmm. Warner was act, being asked to pay, bro. <laughs> right. bro yeah, they, they, they will, they will pay double. You know what I mean? And then yeah. act, and, and get a shorter contract. <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah. So it's, it's not, it's, it's, it's a bad idea on paper, but I think. I think this is the one bad idea they have that could actually work out for them. Okay. That that it's the one it's the smartest bad idea they've had in a in, in a long time. In yeah, the last year. Because they've had some bad ideas. Brother, let me tell you. Golly. They've had some clunkers. They've had of some ideas, clunkers, bro. bro it's been atrocious. Yeah. Atrocious. Well shit, man. Every pronunciation of it, bro. You know, I would rough. hate to see the NBA not be on TNT, you know, if that I ever were to happen. Um you know, I've grown up with watching the NBA on TNT on ESPN ABC. Yes. Like these these networks, like even though I can watch the NBA various, you know, various ways, you know, you got all of the, you know, throughout the week you have to watch them on like various networks like Yeah. Uh, Fucking for the Lakers, you have to have like Spectrum Sports Net to even watch their fucking games. Yeah, which we talked about before. Um, I hate that shit so much. You know, and, and and for most regional teams, you know, back in Dallas, if you if you want to watch the Mavericks throughout the week, like you have to have a certain package on your yeah. cable, blah blah blah, all that shit. Um, that- so I would absolutely hate to see you know those nationally televised games that we were those marquee games that yeah. we were so used to seeing not be on TNT anymore. Um, but. If they were to dr- jump, you know, join the streaming wars like they already are with YouTube TV um, and join like an Amazon or an Apple, I ain't going to be super opposed to that either. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm not mad at it, bro. I'm when not I, super like opposed. I said, bro, when I heard YouTube TV got the Sunday ticket, I was like, oh. I'm not super opposed, bro. I was like, run it the fuck up. 
Yeah, you know see, I mean? the, that's what I kind of like about, you know, even with Thursday Night Football being on Prime, it's a lot, like, one, I like the stream better. It looks better. Oh, it looks amazing. Looks way better. And the the um the Sunday, the next-gen stats thing is mm-hmm. actually kind of cool. Yeah. Um, and it's just easier to use shit. You can just fucking get You can watch it from your phone. You ain't got to log into like, yeah. your cable provider and all that shit. You got Prime? Nigga, you can watch just watch, the watch game. this game if you want. That's like the first thing you see when you go on Prime. You want to watch <laughs> these niggas playing football right now? Just hit play right yeah. now. It's live. Yeah. Live. So I'm not mad at that if that were to be the case. You know what I mean? I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you. It's, it's, it's not. It's the, once again, the smartest bad idea these niggas have had yeah. in a while. Welp. Streaming never stops. You know, that that's kind of the name of the game. That's what Hollywood is. Is, is constantly trying to keep up with, the evolution of how we people watch TV, watch movies, get our content. And the one of the leaders of the streaming wars has always been, even though they've made a lot of bonehead decisions too, is Netflix. Oh did you God. recently watch a show on Netflix? I did. What I was recently, that there? Uh, the Kaleidoscope. Oh, with Giancarlo. Uh, yeah, Giancarlo. Uh, how do you feel about that? It was... Uh, I, I don't want to spoil too much about the show, obviously. Uh, I wasn't the Spoilers here. This this is a point where you could fast forward. Yeah, you could fast forward. Um, (laughs) I'll I'll say you actually might not need to. You might want the show. Yeah, Yeah, you might want the show. Yeah, he might just give you a little Because, uh, no, no, I don't recommend this show. I'll I'll skip to my my recommendation rating. It's it's damn near zero out of five, bro. So so the the hook of this show is that you could watch it in any order. They say. Oh, okay. You could watch it in any... You could choose... Uh, everybody has a different rant, like the randomized like some fucking Black Mirror shit. Kinda, it's like everybody has a different randomized version of the season. It always mm-hmm. ends on because um, it's all colors; it's not episode numbers, and it always ends on white. Um, it's about a heist, of course, and like they show you different points before and after the heist. Um, and the last episode is almost always actual heist. Okay. So like this episode white, so it's almost actual. It's almost always actual heist. Gotcha, gotcha. But you can start from any kind of order if you go on like Reddit or even the Netflix, um, the Netflix uh, IG and the Netflix Twitter. They have like a, a certain order you can watch it that makes it feel like a certain type of a. Uh, it gives you a certain type of feeling. Um, but my issue is when you're watching the show, it it hooks you. Like you you'll be watching, you'll be like, oh, okay. I want to see what why this character is doing this or like mm-hmm. how they got here. Like you know, they're talking a little bit about this person's backstory. So like maybe I should you know you kind of keep playing with the episodes to find out what happens. What happened? Okay. But when you get to the end of it, you realize only John Carlo's character is like fully fleshed out, and like his story is the only one fully he's, fleshed he's, out. He's the lead. He, he's essentially the lead. Right. Um, and they kind of play around with that certain episodes. He's like more of a, a, a supporting character. Um. But the issue is mm-hmm. when you get to the end and find out why everything's happening, at least for me personally, I was like, this is very fucking stupid. Like, <laughs> I was like, they, they, this, this, y'all should have had a certain order. And there's certain episodes where I'm like, if I started on this episode, I don't know if I would have wanted to watch the rest of the series or I don't know if it would have made sense for me to watch the rest of the series. Mm-hmm. Um, there's certain things that because you're watching it out of order, like, it's like, I don't even want to say Easter eggs, but like certain things happen that you're like, okay, why the fuck did this happen? Or like, why? Like, I don't understand. You have to almost go back and rewatch it, mm-hmm. which is a good thing because obviously you want to rewatch. Like, they want you to rewatch certain stuff. Okay, but for example, they have like an FBI character in it. Um, I'll tell you the show because you're not gonna watch. I know for a fact you're not gonna watch. I know the type. <laughs> we we've done the show long enough, and even yeah. before that, we was doing the show before the show long enough that I know for a fact you're not gonna want to watch this shit. Um, <laughs> 
And if you've been listening to the show and you enjoy like us talking about shows, if you like our taste in shows, I don't think you'll like this show. It's not. <laughs> it's really. It's it's only good up until a certain point. But it's like mm, a there's, damn. Yeah, there's like an FBI character that the first episode I watched was almost fully about her. So I thought she was going to play a huge role in the actual show. Mm-hmm. And then the more episodes I watched, I was like, okay, she's not playing as big of a role, but there's certain things about her that I'm like, okay, like they're going to bring this up. They're going to talk about this. And they don't. And the way she kind of, the way her story kind of ends is a bit like of a whimper. Her motivations don't make any fucking sense. Um, you you get to the point where you're like, okay, it's almost like Squid Games where it's like, yo, Go to your fucking daughter. Why the fuck aren't you doing this? She has like a kid that she just completely avoids for the whole series. It's like one episode where she like needs to, she has a hearing with this kid. Mm-hmm. And then every other episode, she's like, fuck this kid. You know what I mean? She's about this fucking. This is the FBI person. The right? FBI okay. person. She's trying to solve the case. And like there's other characters that you're like, why the fuck are you in the show? Uh, the way they. They're wasted, huh? Bro, the, the way they go about the heist is like, okay, this is interesting. And then when you, they have a couple episodes after the heist that you're mm-hmm. like, Oh, okay. I wonder why this ended up like this. And then you watch the actual heist, and you're like, "Bro, y'all wasted all this fucking all time, that time, all oh, this man. time for the stupidest shit in the world." Giancarlo's daughter is like, she just did some complete dumb shit that had me like, I had to look at my girl and I was like, "Yo, if I'm ever robbing some shit, and y'all niggas know that I'm robbing some shit, and y'all got the choice between either stop, like, either letting me rob the shit and then making it a waste of my fucking time, or yeah. snitching on me, snitch on me." Just send me to jail. Don't even let me go through all this shit and fucking... Mm-hmm. Bro, I'm telling you, this this show is a massive waste of time and a massive waste of a good concept. Because the concept of being able to it watch... It sounds fire that yeah. you can watch it in any order and it's Literally still going to any, you. Yeah, any order. I, I love that. Yeah, any order and you'll get a complete story. It's just a complete story that you get is not a satisfying story. Uh, yeah. Damn. But you you can watch it in any I order. I was kind of locked in when you first pitched it as like you can watch it in any order and it's still going to lead you to, yeah, to the final because each, same. Yeah, each episode is like billed as mm-hmm. this amount of time before the heist. So yeah. the first episode I watched was like five weeks before the heist. Okay. They got an episode that's like three weeks before the heist, like five week, uh, five days, 24 years, seven years, a day after the heist, six months after the heist, and then the actual heist. So like the actual concept of it is like a great concept, but... The execution is like mm, shitty execution. Shitty as fuck. Like this, this show would have worked. It almost would have worked better if you've seen the show Money Heist. Mm-hmm. Uh, Money Heist has like a, it's obviously about a heist, and they kind of jump around with time in a similar way. Where it's like, okay, this is a little bit mm-hmm. before the heist. This is like when we're doing the heist. This is like months. This is years. This is after. Like, but well, not after. But you know. With this, it was almost like y'all had a good concept. It's just the execution. Like, if I'm going to give it a rating, I'd probably have to give it a 2.5 out of 5. Out of 5? Okay. 2.5 out of 5. And the 2.5 is literally just because of the concept. Like, this this actually could have been a top five show of all time. Oh, man. You know I what hate I mean? That. I hate when you have the potential to be really bro, good. Like it's this, just such a letdown. Shit the bed, I hate bro. that. Like, it, it, this literally could have been a top five show of all time. But it's just like the closer you get to like the actual, the ending of the story and you start to realize, okay, this isn't going to be explained. You know what I mean? Or this Mm -hmm. isn't, we're not going to find out what the fuck this is happening. You kind of get to the point where you're like, okay, now I feel like I'm let down. Like anytime I have to go on Reddit to get stuff explained to me Mm -hmm. 
and everybody has a different and not even a theory. Everybody's like, this is exactly what happened, and everybody has a completely different answer. Right. I'm like, okay, this this you, you guys are fucked up somewhere. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I'm not rewatching this whole fucking show just to figure out what the fuck you guys are talking about. Um, but yeah, that's my review of Kaleidoscope. It's it's gonna be on uh, Netflix. It's on Netflix now. Yeah. Um, if you're looking for something to watch, um, to hate watch, you know what I mean. This Give is, it a go. Got yeah. Giancarlo Esposito on there. Yeah, and Robert Townsend directed two episodes. Oh, shout out Robert Townsend. Okay. Two, the two See, best. now I'm like, I'm now I'm yeah. interested. Yeah, like, I mean, look. Off, at least off the, of those two. I'm telling you, those, those two episodes are actually really good, too. Okay. Those are like two of the best episodes, in my opinion. Um, I was like, when he, they said he directed, I was like, oh, shit. I was okay. like. No wonder. I was like, okay. No wonder I yeah, I was like, okay. Shout <laughs> out Robert Townsend. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's worth it's worth the watch just because of how intriguing it is. I think mm-hmm. just because this is probably like the first thing ever like this, it's worth watching. I, Paramount Plus had a show called Interrogation, I think. Okay. That had a similar... Paramount Plus has some good shows. They got some fire shit. They got some good shows on there. Yeah. Bro. And this is early in Paramount Plus. This is when it was still a when CBS. Was still CBS All Access. All Access, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's called Interrogation, and you could watch the episodes kind of out of order, but that kind of fell into the same trap where it's like... um. A couple of the episodes you can't really like the first one. I think you had to watch first just because you understood why the fuck the show is happening. Happening the way it is. But yeah. the last episode you had to kind of watch last. It doesn't really make sense to watch it out of order if that makes sense. Okay. Um, so Kaleidoscope kind of falls into that same thing. But so it's worth watching if you just want to see the concept executed. But um, I would I wouldn't necessarily recommend it if if you want to hate watch some shit. Watch you know hate watch it if you want to watch a good. Robert Townsend directed something. Definitely watch it. Uh, okay, definitely worth watching. Shout out! Shout out to Robert Townsend. Shout out to you for actually giving us that review because niggas are probably not going to watch it. But what niggas are currently watching on Netflix that just recently entered the top ten of streaming movies of all time is Glass Onion, and I did finally sit down and watch it. Okay, what you think? As and and if I'm basing it off of. We're, we're, you said Letterbox, right? We're going Letterbox. We're going, we're going to Letterbox. I gave yeah. it a three out of five. Okay. It was favorable. I didn't, did, absolutely didn't hate it. I yeah. Was, it was fun. Still had like the same like yeah. tones that, that the first one had. Knives Out was just a better film. It was better executed. There was a lot yeah. of reasons around that too. One, things have changed since the first Knives Out came yes. out. Yes. And if you have seen Glass Sunday, you'll know exactly what I mean. Yes. By how things have changed from that time in Hollywood and in, in the real world in general. Yeah. Because, you know, <laughs> one of the things that I didn't really, I guess, like about the film is and one thing i've said on this show before whenever i have to see motherfuckers wearing masks in my movies and my shows i'm already kind of turned off i'm like i "I know that we live in this life you don't have to remind me in this fictional movie where this shit is not happening because these people are not real yeah and they said it in like the height of the pandemic too it, but it was a it was brief that they were wearing it was the very stuff, brief. But this they said true. it during the height of so they just immediately brought back like that whole a whole yeah. yeah. Um, but you know overall, like I said, three out of five favored the film. You know I'm looking forward to you know more Knives Out films as we all are because that's that's the plan. <laughs> um, we're gonna get another one at some point. Ryan Johnson's gonna come out with another one. It's yeah, gonna have another working on a third one. Working on a third one. Um, but I, you know, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed you know Daniel Craig. I think that Janelle Monae um, is a great actor. I wasn't fully sold on her Alabama accent. Okay, that's 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 very about fair. it. That's about it. Other that's than very that, fair. 
But I think the acting, though, I think she has that. Yes. I think she has that quality. We've said it on this show before. We did. We there are artists the, who can just last, do it all. Yeah, I was going to say the last episode, I think Probably. said it. Yeah. There's artists who can do it all. Yeah. Um, she's one of them. And she's one of them. Um, the, the, the angry black woman stereotype, though, of how they kind of based the film around that a little bit was kind of a kind of off-putting. It's like, damn, this is the climax of the film. Yeah. You know, that was kind of off-putting. Um, yeah. Even though I thought about the first one, it's kind of it was an angry it was an angry black woman. Yeah, who but it's angry Latina, which is another Latina. really that's another really Bingo. big stereotype Bingo. too. Um, so that's where I was like, shit, that's like they wasn't that much different in the first one. Yeah, and you know what? It's <laughs> it's it's kind of a um, you know I'll say this now that you finish, but uh, it's it's kind of a double edged sword with stuff like that because I think you also want to portray these characters as three dimensional. Mm-hmm. You also want to show that you know they have full emotions and i think it's understandable how you know why why the film ended both films actually ended the way they did and why the characters did that Mm -hmm. but i also get what you're saying you know what i mean like you you have this black woman almost as essentially the lead and and it ends with her being the angry black woman um and you know saving the day as black women tend to do but 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 at the at her own expense or her i don't want to if y'all haven't seen the fucking movie, spoilers, movie been off like or at her weeks. sister's own expense, rather, <laughs> um, you know, of of not retaining something, something that, or at least the company, yeah, retaining ownership, ownership yeah, yeah. of something that's hers, you know, um, and it's kind of like <laughs> ironic that the motherfucker that Janelle Monae was essentially the the main antagonist of the film, I guess so, so to speak, even though yeah. you can have say there's more than one antagonist in that film, obviously. Um, what was what was the guy named who played fucking um. The white guy who played um, like the CEO. Oh, Edward Norton. Yeah, and I don't he, know his character. I don't remember his character. I don't Edward Norton. But he recently just discovered that his family owned slaves. Him too. Yeah, I know Benedict Cumberbatch did too. Yep, he did and, too. And, so and it was just really the the irony of this. Yeah, stealing this idea from this black woman in this film, and then in real life, yeah. you just found out that your family owned black people that they stole. It's just the, that's just a coincidence. Probably it is, right there. but I, I'll say it's weird. To say that they found that out, like if you're a white person in America, yeah, you, know you, you know what I mean. You've been here for a few generations. I'm, yeah, oh, you gotta come on. I you, agree. It shouldn't be a surprise. But three out of five, you know, I will. I watch it again. Yeah, I will watch it again at some yeah, point. Sure. Um, you know, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it enough to watch it again, and you know, probably watch it a few more times later on down the line. Would you recommend um, it? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I do. I would recommend this. Out of five. Um, out of five. Oh, four. Okay. If you yeah. like the first Knives Out 100%, give this a go. You're probably going to still like the first Knives Out more. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, but I'll, I think we also said like they're two completely they're different They're two movies. totally different movies. They're yeah. not. It's, one, it's not a sequel. It's not any. It's yeah. Just it's just a, a few of the same characters, which is almost unfortunate for Glass Onion. Because I feel like if I would have saw Glass Onion first, I'm like, oh, this is like a great ass movie. And then mm-hmm. if I if Knives Out was a sequel, I'm like, oh, shit, this nigga is, he's spitting right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, for sure. Um. But yeah, I, I mean, so yeah, three out of five as my overall rating. Um, four out of five if I'm recommending people to see it. If you like, you know, whodunit mystery mm. thrillerish types films, but you don't get enough um, of, give it a go. You said what? I was saying we, which we don't get enough of. We don't get enough. That's whodunit. I agree. We don't, yeah. It's not many who. One of my favorite whodunit films or film franchises is the actual horror film. It's Scream. 
that's a whodunit. oh yeah that is a whodunit that's very that whodunit. Whodunit. yeah um but uh no yeah so knives out or glass onion rather a knives mm-hmm. out story or knives out film what's the actual it's title? a knives out story they, they it's a knives out story to, right okay. they need to dead that for the third one yeah <laughs> just call it glass onion we yeah. uh, we know that it's it's it this is the series that it's a part yeah, of yeah and it's it's on streaming so you can literally just put that they're both a part of the franchise you don't have to yeah. fucking tell us which also is ridiculous you know that we already had these conversations with this movie is one of those films that should have had a longer theatrical yeah, release. I'm pretty sure the third one will. I'm pretty sure, that, yeah. I'm pretty sure the third one 100%. will. 100%. Um, because he's probably going to take it somewhere else. Speaking of the third one, though, who do you, you anybody want to see in it? Ooh. I know we had this conversation. And then, um, You know what? I mistakenly said, but I kind of I kind of don't take that back now. I wouldn't mind them. I wouldn't mind Lakeith coming back as, a, as an FBI detective. It, I mean, it'd be cool. They'd I would cool. mind because I, I, for a brief moment there, I forgot. Like, oh yeah, that's right. Him he was and Daniel Craig one. were yeah. essentially working together, even though Daniel Craig was you know, he, yeah. being Juan Blanc is his own motherfucking Man. person, as we know. The world's greatest detective. Yeah. Well, yeah, I easily. thought the world's greatest detective was Batman. Did it, he basically say that too? Yeah, he, he kind of mentioned that he in Glass. Definitely Lane. mentioned that. Um, um, but uh, yeah, what were you saying? Uh, I was I was gonna say as much as I I do want to see I do prefer the idea of every cast being completely different. I mean, I, except I, for Daniel Craig. Except for Daniel Craig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ben Wanbach has to be there. But I get that. I, I, I do. I do much prefer it being very different. But I'll say this. So there's an anime I used to watch. Uh, called it's called Detective Conan in Japan, but they call it Case Closed out here. Every episode is essentially a whodunit, mm-hmm. and they have. It's like three main characters that are usually in episode every episode, and then they'll sometimes bring in um, different cops for yeah. like the police force. So I, I wouldn't necessarily mind seeing that if there's like another crime within the vicinity of where Lakeith Stanfield's character was. Mm-hmm. It could be like that'd be a cool little like you know conversation. He's to begin a quirky actor. That's a quirky movie. Yeah, type of a, that, that, he he didn't play a quirky character in the first. He one, didn't. Though. Yeah, he did. He they totally to, played something totally different. They got to really let him lean into it, and yeah. if, if they were to bring him back, let him be, let him be the IE nigga that he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let him be that Inland Empire nigga we all know he is. Yeah. Oh boy, man. <laughs> But but who else you want um, to see in it, bro? Lakeith. Okay, so I, I don't. I'm not necessarily saying I wouldn't. I would for sure like to see him in it. But obviously, like you said, totally new cast. They're probably not going to ever bring him back into another. I mean, who knows? They, they might. Who knows? No. Maybe. Um. But I said a few other names. Um. Lucy Liu or fucking oh. um. Coleman Domingo. Oh, that'd be a good one. Um. I'm also like um. Really big on like uh, uh, I love Sarah Paulson. I wouldn't wouldn't oh, mind Sarah, Sarah Paulson, Paulson would be really there. good in it. Um, killer or the victim, killer or the or yeah. suspect or the or the suspect because she's going to be a suspect. They're all suspects, bro. If I, if I see Sarah Paulson <laughs> on a, the poster, I'm like, yeah. she did it. Whatever they say, she whatever they <laughs> she say, did she that. did. She did that shit. Um, <laughs> Man, like I think I even mentioned like Andre three thousand. I think you it would be fire for him to be in there. Yeah, you did mention Andre three thousand. Um, that, that'd be a really interesting one because I, I, I think he could play both the super quirky kind of. I prefer if he played the super quirky kind of billionaire, but mm-hmm. he could also do like the subdued, just regular ass motherfucker really well. So yeah, I, I would actually love to see. I love three sacks. Mm-hmm. So I'd love to see him in it. Um, those are some names that I can remember throwing in the group chat. Um, who was some that you said? Oh, you know me. Come on, bro. Come on now. What, what, Regina what, King? What? Uh, I didn't actually say Regina King, was... but yeah, no, Regina King for sure. Sure. Uh, yeah, Regina King for sure. She can be but, in anything and, she wants. And we'll we'll run it up. Um, But no, bro, come on, bro. This is niggas watching. Yeah. Niggas watching. You know who we going to say. You know who I'm going to say? Aldis motherfucker. Yeah, Aldis Hodge. Hodge. Let's go, Aldis. Aldis. Hodge. 
All this. All this. We need all, all this. this in there. All this, like that's that's uh, yo. I don't care who he plays in that motherfucker. Put all this in there. Put all this in it, and then Lupita. Lupita. You like Lup- I like Lupita in there. I, I, I was thinking Lupita. of Lupita or even Denai Guerra would probably Ooh, be. Oh, that'd be a good one. You know, because they have this. Her and Lupita both they have this certain regal quality that even in any role that they have been in, you know, Lupita's been in you know in many other films. Yeah, Denai was big in on in in theater and, and she was TV. in The Walking Dead. Yeah, like. One of the prime, like one of the lead characters in The yeah, Walking Dead absolutely. for however for, oh, many like, seasons. Like They're actually seasons. currently walking on, a, working on a, a, a spinoff, a spin-off for, her, yeah. for her and Rick. Um, but it's just something, I, and I think it's just also me seeing these two very like proud, you know, women of African descent just owning that in Hollywood. It's nothing you can't take that away from them. It, yep. it is them. It is a part of them in, in every way possible in any role that they're in. You can tell that they carried it proudly. So I think that that would fucking fit perfectly in a Knives Out bro, film. I, I, I think that that would go great. I honestly wouldn't mind a Knives Out film being all black. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, you know, put Benoit Blanc ass in there. Yeah, why the man. fuck not? It, it uh-huh. would make an interesting like dynamic so because, because like, so... I think what works well with the Knives Out movies is um send send Benoit ass to like a freaking uh a Ghana or Nigeria like yeah no like it, it cuz he's always a fish out of water in the movies right mm-hmm. like he's always working with these like super rich people like super, yeah. that and he's always like the, the odd one out mm-hmm. so I think if you put him with like a com- almost completely all black cast Ooh. it'll it'll make it It'll it'll create that'll a really be fire. Dynamic. Yeah, be giving niggas these ideas is so crazy. That I mean, would be fire though. That would be fucking amazing. That would be fire. Um, and you know that it's the third one's on Netflix, so mm-hmm. they they actually might steal that one. Mm-hmm. They actually might steal that one from us. So Powerful, wealthy African family hires oh. hires is the world's greatest detective, Benoit Blanc. Damn, you know what'd be fire? Powerful that? African family hires them because they're pretty sure like some white people killed like one of their family members or something Ooh. like that. You have that little I mean? under yeah yeah and so I they're like, like and they're like well you're the world's greatest detective but you never like helped out our people so like we want to see how great of a detective you are and then they're like whenever you trying to get clues from they're like super cagey uh-huh. you know what I mean they don't really want to help them but they want to help them and shit like yeah that, that'd be fire actually that would the only issue is it would have to actually be white people like a movie can end with one of the family members doing it because then oh, no, it would no. be you know what I mean? Like yeah. it, then it'd be like, oh, Ryan Johnson, what the fuck are you trying to say? Mm-hmm. Uh, but if Ryan Johnson let like Regina King direct it, <laughs> she could do whatever she yeah, wants. We just throwing ideas out, but hey, this should be sticking. That's yeah, how it works. You know, when when they announced that Knives Out three cast, and we right. see Coleman Domingo, you see Lupita Coleman Nyong'o, Domingo, you see Lupita, you see Denai, you see fucking, fucking uh, Aldous Hodge, you see, all, you see goddamn John Boyega, randomly, John Boyega like, uh, making bro. a cameo like Ethan Hawke did in, in Glass. <laughs> I, I, that that one I want credit for. Ryan Johnson, you're gonna have to give both of us. We're gonna have to get a story by credit. Straight up. Story by credit. Invite that would to the actually premiere. be fire, bro. I, I'd watch the fuck out of that. I mean, y'all know I'd watch the fuck out of that. You know what I mean? I I, I didn't fan casted. That would be fifty fire. imaginary movies on this show, and every every uh, fan cast got like, some combination of Lapita, John Boyega, yeah, yeah fucking yep, yep. Uh, um, uh, Aldis. <laughs> he's in there always, and then Regina King, bro. And Regina King is either the lead or director, or, or the both. director, or both, or both, or both. No, that would be fire, bro. I, I would watch the fuck out of that. Even even if they didn't go with an all black cast, I think if they went with um, just the concept of of Benoit Blanc. Working with, because everybody's always worked with pretty much is like, yeah, yeah, here's the clues. Like, mm-hmm. like even the first film, they, they kind of were cagey, but not that cagey. Like, they not, helped not them that, enough. Yeah. 
I think him working with a group of people that they hired him, but didn't really want to hire him type yeah. shit. You know what I mean? Like, or don't really want to like. Like they bring him and was like, ah, we you were kind of like our only our last option type. Yeah, shit. and they're like, we want you to just solve this case. Like, yeah. don't snoop around. Don't go in that room over there. Mm-hmm. Don't. Uh, what they say in Wizard of Oz? Don't mind a man behind a curtain. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, don't worry yeah. about that shit, nigga. Just worry about worry this. about like, this. I think that'd be an interesting dynamic. That'd be that interesting. Seen. Um, and it'd obviously make it a, a harder case for him to solve. Um, I agree. Yeah, that that'd be fire there. Um. You know, but we we love giving Hollywood ideas. Oh my god! Um, we finna stop giving. Hot, we finna start charging niggas out there. Yeah, that's gonna ideas. be on the Patreon. <laughs> no, for real, for sure. But um, speaking of black people, yes, and you know, all it. of these these black actors that we didn't cast in fucking Ryan Johnson's next Knives Out, Knives oh out film. Um, you recently watched a, another all black program. Yes, I did. <laughs> um, this one. Has some nostalgia attached to it, though. It does. It if you've does. ever watched the Best Man films, it's only, what, two films, right? Two films. Best Man and Best Man, Best Man Holiday. Holiday. I've seen both, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm um, pretty sure, yeah. Peacock has a show uh, around centered around this this cast from those original films. Yeah. And Davey Dean, our very own resident Negro on the podcast, <laughs> sat down and watched this very black show on Peacock. Yeah. Uh, tell the people how you felt about it. Well, I, your resident Negro, yeah, on the show, uh, I did watch it. I, 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 you know, I liked it. It was it was an enjoyable show. How many eight, episodes on that day? Eight. Okay, well, I don't know why I think it was like I thought it was like five episodes at first. Nah, nah, so it's, it's eight. eight. Okay. It's eight. That's, that's good. Um, and it's it's you know hour long episodes. It's about an eight hour watch. It's it's a cool show, bro. It's really not bad. Um, there's no um, it there's aspects of it that is bad. Like uh, so, the show kind of came off to me like they, you know, like whenever like these uh sequels are in development hell for like a long ass time, mm-hmm. and like you hear this person wrote a script and then that person wrote a script and then this person wrote a script. It the show almost felt like all of those scripts that were probably written from like when the last movie came out up until somewhat recently because they like shoehorned in like they followed up on uh the little cliffhanger from Best Man Holiday with mm-hmm. Terrence Howard's character and um I forget her name, but uh um I forget her name. I, I'm I'm gonna fuck it up. Um but it, Who was it's the Terrence Howard? The oh oh I the light skin oh, girl. Yeah, damn, the I can't think girl. of her name. Yeah, either. I can't think of her name, but uh yeah. they followed up on that storyline within like the first couple episodes then they like they like fast forwarded a few years like the timelines is all fucked up mm. i'll tell you this tenant had way more understandable oh, timeline <laughs> had a way more understandable <laughs> timeline than best man uh okay. final chapters um but yeah they followed up on that storyline and then they skipped ahead to like the pandemic era then they kind of touched on like some black lives matter stuff then they had like uh, uh they started talking about like the whole uh I don't even know how to describe, but like you know, pronouns stuff like that, like uh-huh. somebody being non-binary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, then they had stuff about like sexual harassment, like kind of like some Me Too stuff. Uh, then they talked about divorce. It was it was a no, lot. Niggas in eight episodes. In eight episodes, bro. In in and like, and when I tell you, some, bro, <laughs> when I tell you some of these episodes, like just deal with like half of one of these things. You know what I mean? And in other episodes, they were like all like five, six of them. You know what I mean? They talked about like, uh, you know, black people get old and then they don't really be checking on their health and they just be doing dumb mm-hmm. shit and end up like really fucking with themselves. Like, bro, they talked about so much shit in like an eight. It's episode. very black, bro. It, it it was. This is gonna sound like an insult, but it's not. But it was like a Tyler Perry show or movie, just a bit more fleshed out and with like 
better marquee actors. Better, yeah, better marquee actors. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because not necessarily better actors. Because Tyler Perry stuff has had decent has, actors. Has had yeah, some even better of, than decent actors. Oh yeah. yeah, Viola Davis, Roger Henson, Idris Elba. Like, yeah, yeah, a lot of yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you can go for days. But yeah. uh, in terms of just off rip, like this show had. I mean, yeah, Terrence Howard, Regina Hall, Neil Long, um, Neil Long, uh, Sinai Lathan, Tay Diggs, Harold Prino. Um, it you know, it just wasn't a bad show. I'll say the Terrence- more Chestnut as an Annie. More Chestnut is yeah, is more Chestnut is in it. More Chestnut. I don't know how the fuck I forgot about more Chestnut. Yeah, you can't forget more. Man, you can't forget good you old Mo. Alienate a fucking uh, a good amount of our <laughs> listeners, probably. Man, man, <laughs> man. Sorry, he ain't listeners. say more Chestnut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very nigga, short. Nigga, damn near the main character. <laughs> uh, but no, it it. it I'll say the Terrence Howard Terrence Howard is like the best of the bunch like his storyline was like the best of it he's a very underrated actor huh? wildly underrated actor if he didn't do a bunch of dumb shit like when he's not acting I think he'd be known as like one of the better just actors in general forget mm-hmm. what race he is what actors in general yeah um, but his storyline was probably the best I do feel like there was a lot of stuff like I just mentioned all those different storylines that were thrown out and everything just kind of they just kept throwing shit at the wall and you know, by the, by the time you get to the the last scene of the last episode, you're like, okay, thank God that's over. I don't know how much more of this shit I could deal with. Yeah. Uh, but it's an enjoyable show. If you're a fan of the series, like I, you know, it's 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 a good watch. It's, it's a like good a watch. good, you know what I mean. It's a good way to kind of culminate the whole series, especially if you like the characters and like you know, and you want to see more than just you know a, a film of them. You know, and they're trying to put everything in one movie. Yeah, that would have been hours. one movie. That would have been the worst movie I ever seen in my yeah, life. Oh, yeah, no question. Yeah. No question. So um, I, I agree to your point right there with that. For yeah, sure. so they, it, you know, it was, it was a satisfying ending. Eight um, episodes. Eight episodes. You got to see all the characters have, like, you know, a nice sort of character arc journey. Everything kind of culminates. Oh, okay. Um, I love that. Yeah, like, you know, if I'm going to rate it, I'm probably going to have to give it, like, a... Probably got to give it like a three out of five, and that's that's actually kind of being generous. That's favorable. Yeah, that's yeah, that's being generous. I enjoy the show, but there's a lot there's a lot of flaws there. Let me tell you something. Mm. Uh, if I'm gonna recommend it though, um, I'd probably say like a four out of five. Like if you if you if you haven't seen the Best Man series, watch the Best Man series. Like watch the first one. First one's easily the best thing in the whole thing. Uh, Best Man Holiday is a great movie. You know what I mean? It wasn't bad, but you know it was it was a decent movie. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Nice little holiday movie. And like, if once you watch those two, you'll want to see how what happens to these characters, how it ends for them. And the Best Man Final Chapters, I believe, is called is a good sort of culmination and ending for these characters. Okay, yeah. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen out there. If you want to, uh, and non-binary people, ladies and gentlemen, and non-binary, non-binary and, and non. We just covered it. That's something yeah, that they covered in the show. They covered, and they covered and, in the show. And our non-binary listeners out there. And they covered it in the most nigga way possible, of let course, me tell you. That also <laughs> sounds, that sounds about right. Um, hey, but you know, Peacock is, you know, Peacock, this is like the second. Well, no, I'm sure they have other shows because they do have other shows, you know, where it's primarily an all-black cast, writers, directors, so on and so forth. But like another, like marquee black show besides what fucking Bel Air yeah yeah no yeah it's definitely it's definitely I think Peacock is probably trying to sneak into that that stars I can see that you know what I mean stars mm. to the audience mm. you know what I mean like like that the, like front that, a niche yeah but do it like so they, they're not going to be able to do it as big as stars does because stars has like HBO budget and just has like all these all black casts and they got a better budget than Tubi, so like I think they're gonna try to yeah. be like the middle ground between them, um, which is a great place to be. Let me tell you, I agree with you on that. Well, you know, speaking of stars, or speaking of you know, well, actually, before we talk about the black shit that probably is gonna be happening on Stars soon, Man. I saw some other, you know, you saw some black shit. I saw some black shit. I saw some black. T- I don't think it was a black director. It wasn't but- a black 
No, Actually, it was, no, it was, it was a black it was. director. Casey, Casey Lemons. It was a black director. Yeah, bro. Yeah. We got to give her flowers. Yeah, please. Um, recently or or on Christmas, actually, I saw the Whitney Houston. I just want to. I want to dance with somebody. Is it? I just want to dance with somebody. I just want to dance with somebody. I want. That is such a long. I'm it's a wordy fucking. That's title. a wordy title. I'm over here like the Whitney Houston biopic because everybody calls that it is Whitney. what niggas are going they, to they call it. Should have called it Whitney. They should just called it Whitney, bro. Or Houston. Ooh, or Houston. Whitney would have probably Whitney would have Whitney would have slapped though. Yeah, Whitney would have been fired. Yeah, they have a documentary entitled Whitney. That's why I didn't. That's do a it. doc. Yeah, ah, they, they still could. That's did a documentary. It. Yeah, they still you can, you did can, it. can. This is this is a film. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But anywho, yeah, saw that on Christmas. Um, it stars um Naomi Ackie as our titular character, Whitney Houston, mm-hmm. one of the, if not the, actually according to Rolling Stone, I think the greatest singer of all time. They have Aretha Franklin. Um, but Whitney Houston's there. Oh, I thought you were saying Whitney Houston was number one. I was like, that's crazy. That's good. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, I think that, yeah, Aretha's number one. But Whitney's okay, on that, that list, of okay, course. Because yeah. Whitney is the voice. And if there's anything that this movie teaches you, is this woman, her gift was unlike anything else, bro. She could fucking sing. There are just some, she, it was so effortless, bro. It was, even though, I mean, this is a movie we're watching, so it's, you know, dramatizing, yeah. of course. Um, but to see, or to see someone else at least playing Whitney Houston, to see how, or to see just, yeah, just to see how much her gift, well, like, bro, I, I, I'm actually having difficult uh, difficulty actually like putting the words together because how do you really describe someone like like her voice, like someone like Whitney Houston, like she, you know, the whole word of transcend, and some people don't like that, but the way that she did transcend, yeah, like all genres or mostly pop but you know how she was able to merge you know like r&b pop pop. And, R&B and all of that stuff like yeah. to see it all kind of come together the way that it did in the film even though i also know that this film was lacking in a lot of areas a lot um yeah i think we're and, and biopics in general i think biopics in general and like if the person that the fucking film is that is about is not there to actually see it through you're not going to get the most authentic film you're getting a lot of people who was you know who were with them during these times which not to say that they're you know their their take on it is wrong or anything but if you're making a movie about someone like Whitney Houston or Michael Jackson or someone like that they're not a they're not alive yeah so they can't really see this vision all the way through so you're getting like it's still half done yeah it's not it's not full when I left the film kind of like what you said earlier like with the film that you sit down and watch, I want to be satisfied. I don't want to yeah. have to go watch all of these other things yeah. to, to 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 feel to feed that feeling that I'm looking for. Um, in this movie, kind of you know, outside of the the wonderful music that was, of course, scored throughout this film, this is Whitney Houston's music. Um, Naomi Ackie did a fantastic job as okay. Whitney Houston. Right. Um, 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 homegirl from Black Lightning, Nefessa. Okay, yeah, yeah, I knew you were talking about. She played. She, uh, she plays Robin. Yeah, yeah. Um, Robin Crawford. Um, Whitney Houston's. Uh, best friend, uh, lover, uh, whatever Assistant. you, every, everything. Yeah, she was everything. Really, in the movie, really, you can tell just how much or how much they meant to each other. Yeah. Um, I'm glad that they didn't, you know, shy away from that and they actually, you know, got into it a little bit. Could have gotten into it a lot more. Okay. Um, But, you know, this is a two-hour film. How much can you really tell of an artist of her caliber who has a career that spans over 30 years? Yes. 20, well, she passed away in 2012 so yeah about 30 years about 30 years um how can you squeeze all that into two hours i think they did a 
overall decent job of that. Okay. Um, but there were still so many things lacking. Like there were certain eras in Whitney's life that they didn't even really dive deep into that I feel were probably not her best eras, probably her darkest eras. But you you can't really just breeze over there. Yeah. Breeze over that. Huh? I was actually gonna ask, what what eras did they cover? Like, uh, so the, of course they the covered the, the the early parts of her career. You know, singing and singing with her mom, singing in a nightclub, then yeah. getting discovered by Clive Davis in the eighties. You know, then her turning or Clive molding her into like this pop superstar um, with a freaking golden voice, like yeah. the, the, uh, one of the most beautiful voices still to this day that you'll ever hear on song. Go listen to when you use the song, and it's she's gonna move her voice will move you. Yeah, and it did that in the fucking movies. Like, damn, like this woman could sing her ass off. Like that. That's an understatement. But anywho, so the eighties and then you know some of the nineties, of course, you know her bodyguard um, era. Her and her and Bobby Brown getting married. I don't know if they really got into like waiting to exhale type stuff and like her, you know, print, uh, the Prince of Egypt. Like I don't, I don't really, I can't even recall that. Which means okay. that they probably they didn't probably touch didn't on it. Touch on it yeah. So they kind of really, when it got to the nineties, two thousands, when things were starting to kind of, you know, on the decline for Whitney yeah, Houston. Yeah, when she was really on. Yeah, when she when yeah. Unfortunately, we all know how her story ends. I don't need to really go deep into it. No need. Um, if you want to know anything about Whitney Houston, nigga, just Google. It's right there. It's yeah, gonna tell you everything you need to know. Great documentaries <laughs> on it too. Documentaries, articles, real time article like yeah, nigga, it's there. Um, but I do feel like you know just totally glancing over some of those eras, um, were lacking in the film man and i need for a person who doesn't know when he's a story luckily i do so the stuff that it was lacking i i know that it was lacking yeah so i know the history already i would just wish that it would have made it to the film Mm. you know for a person who was you know trying to discover her or who recently discovered her going to see this movie you want them to get the full picture yeah because though she you know she did have you know those areas where things were a little rough she was able to eventually get out of that you know, and of course, it still ended badly for her. But there was still some daylight after like there those was. dark po- those yeah. dark periods. There was still some moments where, you know, she was in like in like sparkle. She was you know making TV appearances. She was still singing. You know, trying to sing. You know, of course, trying to sound as good as she used to. That was not happening anymore. And you know, that ultimately led to a lot of the reasons or the, a lot of things that she did within the film you know um i think they explored you know her insecurities pretty well okay. um i think naomi aki just was really good in okay. her role i feel yeah. like you know she went into the film a lot of we all had our reservations about her because it's like huh yeah. this is, doesn't really favor uh winnie houston one she's not a black american actress That's um, true. which most black american people are very very like <laughs> No, we need black people who are from America to play our heroes. You can go on Twitter and just fucking hit the search. Conversation for another day, uh, whole another convo. But hey, man, look, I'm I'm just a fan of good film. If they got a motherfucker from the UK to play when he used and she did a fucking bang up job, then I'm gonna give her her flowers. And I think that she did. I think she did a pretty good job. Okay, she didn't sing though, right? I think she did sing in some parts, but there are it's funny because I was in Ralph's not that long ago. I heard some white woman telling some other person like. There were times when you really thought it was her and not Whitney. That's bogus. Yeah. Nigga, we know exactly what Whitney Houston songs. Yeah. We know what her voice sounds like. We know that they had to kind of like blend the two in certain parts. 
that's Hollywood. That's what it does. Yeah. Of course, they're, they're selling you oh, a story. And they did it with uh, Chadwick Boseman. It's yeah. James Brown. Oh, oh, perfect example with him is James Brown. Yeah. Um, but um, and everyone else heard the supporting cast. You know, I thought that um, Stanley Tucci as Clive Davis, he was probably the best oh, in wow. the film. Okay. Um, Naomi Aki was great as Whitney. Don't get me wrong, but Stanley Tucci really got Clive Davis down. He got in his bag. He got it down. Surprised I didn't have Paul Giamatti. <laughs> oh, Paul. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> No, nah, they 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 cast it perfectly for Clive Davis, Danny okay. Tucci. Danny Tucci is a good um, actor. Clark so, Peters yeah. was uh, uh, was John Houston, Whitney Houston's dad. Mm. Was ain't shit as a motherfucker, Sounds but right. Clark Peters really brought that out. He's, he's um, fantastic job. So the acting was. I was not worried about the acting. I knew the acting was going to at least be good. Okay. The storyline lacking, and there were just parts of the film that I felt like should have been explored more, um, which ultimately caused me to give it like a. Um, I gave it. A, I was favorable, three out of five. That's okay. safe. That's very uh, safe. Because I, I don't hate the film. Okay. I want people to understand that. But I didn't like necessarily love it either. Okay. It's just kind of like how you feel about the menu. Yeah, you know, it's, you know, and it's good. It's good. It's good. Something to watch. I may not watch it again, or if I do, it's going to be like I recently just saw. Bo- oh my god. This is one of those films that I think the same writers from Bohemian Rhapsody, which makes it, it all, it, is. it, it is all same. makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it all makes sense. That is hilarious. Um, but yeah, man. So three out of five. Um, what I would recommend people going to see it. I'll, I'll still give it like a solid four. Like, okay. Because this is like this is still like a Whitney Houston film. This is still about yeah. Whitney Houston. You at know. the end of the day. And even if like the acting is subpar to some people out there, at the very least, they're gonna enjoy the music. Okay. And seeing it on a that's, big screen. Still and seeing waiting. a lot of in the in and some of the moments that they did highlight of her, like, you know, how they, you know, brought the her singing the national anthem oh, all together. Yeah. Like that was like really good stuff there still too. Okay. But you know, there was, you know, some stuff that wasn't that good. How was um I forget. I'm really blanking on names today. But uh, dude, to play Bobby Brown. Um, oh, Ashton Sanders. Ashton Sanders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. He was. He was good as Bobby Brown. I really do think that it, a ball was dropped there because I wouldn't have minded seeing um, Homeboy who played Bobby Brown in the New Edition movie on BT. Yeah, I think he Woody really. McClain. Yeah, he completely embodied it. Yeah, like, I think he would have fucking killed that more. Yeah, I'm like, damn, that would have been perfect for them to like. Let him reprise his role as Bobby Brown in the movie, though. Yeah, of course, of course. You know, yeah, that would have yeah, been I fire. Would have been amazing. That would have been um, fire. So yeah, three out of five on a, on the letterbox rating. That's what I gave it. I do know that's what I rated it on my letterbox account. Still going to recommend people to go see it because hey, if anything, you'll enjoy the music. Because if you enjoy Whitney Houston, then you know that aspect is there because the singing is there, the music is there, the score is there. Okay, all of that shit is there. Um, you know what I mean. But um, so I think, but you saw something else too after Whitney, right? Not after Whitney. After what is it, I want to dance with somebody? Yeah, I just want to dance. Should have just called yeah, that yeah, shit yeah. Whitney, bro. They should just call it Whitney, bro. Because why this long fucking tongue tying ass title? Like, Bruh. niggas Ridiculous. is not gonna remember that long ass title. They're just gonna they're going to call it the Whitney Houston biopic, the Whitney call Houston Whitney. movie. If you just call, call it Whitney, Whitney. People are more. They can remember that. I'm going to go see Whitney. I don't know about I want to dance to somebody. I want to listen to I want to dance to somebody. But you saw something else, right? You saw, yeah. uh, what was it, Babylon? I saw Babylon. Yeah. I a- saw a- Babylon. The sequel to Amsterdam? The sequel to Amsterdam. <laughs> 100%. That's exactly what that shit is. That shit is a sequel to fucking Amsterdam if I've ever seen one. Oh, man. Um, it was really not that good. 
Oh, it was man. long as a bitch. Like three hours or some shit like that. Three hours and fourteen minutes. Oh, golly. Um, let me, cause I think on my letterbox, bro, I think I rated it like a two point five out of. Five. Oh my god! Did you write a review? Um, I think my review was probably very just simple, yeah. like because I the move the movie did not move me. I was not like when I left For a the movie film, not to move you. Yeah. <laughs> um. Here, here's my actual review right here, bro. I gave yeah, it a I was two say, and a read half. Read that out. A two and a half star. I do need to read this one out. I need <laughs> to hear this. A big budget film that dazzles in all technical aspects of filmmaking. So, like, the technical shit that was happening in the film, the cinematography, yeah. the, the visual effects. Yo, Damien. Damien. Stellar. Damien's good at that shit. Yeah, Damien's real good at that. But it was overall not that compelling. It was felt very hollow. It, mm. it was it, the story wasn't moving. That's what I'm. The story didn't okay. move me. Um, the, and which kind of sometimes an actor can make up for that if their acting is really really good. Oh yeah. Um, and Margot Robbie was still really good in the film. Like okay. she was good in Amsterdam. She was great. She in was good in yeah. Babylon too. It's just the films aren't that good either. Yeah. Um, no fault of her own. Um, but yeah, like you know, we get it. You know. Hollywood has always been like from the beginning to now. It's always been like a complete and utter shit show. It's a, <laughs> it's been bad. It has been bad since its inception. But like, what else? Like, give us something else. And I know ultimately, Damien's like he because La La Land was is one of his films. What else he have? He had what the first man with Ryan Johnson. He also okay. had Whiplash. Whiplash. Uh, I know Whiplash. Had, Whiplash was great. Um, so much like you know some of those films, and you know, like I mentioned, La La Land is the title of the film is La La Land. It is about the, in, the industry still. It's about Hollywood shit. That's much what Babylon is. You know, it, it's more so about like Hollywood's dangerous relationship with doing everything in like excess that's drugs mm-hmm. that's sex that's partying that's um um essentially selling yourself too much and not and, and whenever it's all done like when your career is all over with you ain't got nothing else to show for it yeah and a lot of that happened in this film with with the three it's brad pitt margot robbie can't think of the other guy that we followed it was three people that we followed Mar- uh, brad pitt I think he was the the A-list actor, he was already the established A-list actor in Hollywood at that time. Margot Robbie was the up-and-coming um, flapper who was trying to make her way into the industry. Okay. Um, but she had her own vices, cocaine, um, that... <laughs> pretty big vice. <laughs> um, that essentially derailed, derailed her career. It's so ironic because we just finished talking about the Whitney Houston biopic. Yeah, ironically. Um, and the third guy, I can't think of his fucking name. Uh, Diego Calva? Yeah. And he plays um, the, I think he's an immigrant, brown. I think he's his family immigrated from Mexico, I think. Okay. So he's Mexican. In the film or in real life? In, in the film. Okay, okay. I think he mentions that. I know his family and him came to America. He's not American. Okay. So he's trying to really like find his way because he came to America to work in Hollywood, work okay. in film. He wanted to work where the where the magic happened. Yeah. Um. So all three of our characters, except for him, really, I guess he kind of, oof. No, nah, it didn't really end super good for him either. It didn't end that bad for him. It didn't end the way that it ended for Brad Pitt and Margot Robbie. Oh, wow. <laughs> but he didn't have that good of an ending either. Um, but the film, bro, it, it just it it wasn't it wasn't much there, bro. Besides that, it 
you know just hollow like you said yeah hollow Damn. hollowwood type shit it wasn't oh. like <laughs> that was corny <laughs> um <laughs> boo tomato tomato boo. tomato hollowwood no but it was it was a hollow film man it it didn't really move me and that's what moved that's why I go to see movies bro yeah. like i have to at least feel compelled afterwards to like talk about this film i wasn't after if anything i was just compelled to go to letterbox and talk about how this film was not that compelling <laughs> That's that's sad. That's really and give it sad. a 2.5 out of 5. Yeah, that's tough. That's 50. That's, that's half. That's half. Am I recommending niggas to go see this? If you want to sit through a long 3-hour ass film about Hollywood, sure go for it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, same way same way I didn't sell you on Kaleidoscope. I don't think you're selling me on this one, brother. <laughs> yeah, if <laughs> don't you don't know if the listeners are going to be uh running to the theater for this uh No, I I I hey man, look. If in, I mean, if you want to see a beautiful film, something that looks really fucking good, there are a lot of those films. They're not good films, but they look really good. They look good, yeah. They look fire. This on is the one big of them. Screen. This is one of them. <laughs> <laughs> the music uh, was pretty good. I can okay. give it that. The score was good. I know the score is getting like a lot of buzz um, during award season. I know it's kind of yes. ended on like people's year end lists and like the top a lot scores. Of it, yeah. Um, I a think I've of... even mentioned before, like. If we see these niggas walk home with the Oscar, you're not surprised. I'm not gonna be surprised, bro. Okay. Okay. I'm not. So yeah, those things worked for, it, but everything else didn't. Everything so. else didn't. You know what else didn't work for it? What's that? <laughs> Fucking box office. That shit flopped. Like oh, the box office. You that know shit. it didn't. Yeah. But you know what? Who has been owning the box office? <laughs> yeah, I do. Disney. Disney fucking owned the box office they last year. They ran it the fuck they up. They ran it the fuck up. Niggas had like damn near five bill Bruh. in box office, gross box office. Um, I think after that was like Universal or something like that. That makes sense. Mistaken. Universal Universal kills yeah. it. Um, and mostly book uh, their Illumination um, for uh, oh, fucking- Oh, really? Um, Animation? Yeah. What's that? Did the Minions have a movie that came out this year? They did. Yeah, that went a lot to, you know, their gross okay. box office. Damn, that, but that Disney owned it, nigga. They had Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Oh, they had, uh, um, they had Doctor fucking Strange. Doctor Strange, Thor, Love and Thunder. And, nigga, they had what is looking to be another box office success. Yeah, we got to apologize to a nigga, bro. Let's just do I that real quick that. before we get out of here, ladies and gents. I can't believe we got to um, apologize to this nigga. Davy Spleen here. No, Davey you Bus. too. I, ain't, I don't have to apologize. You so gotta not apologize, got to apologize, bro. Man, look, no, we both got to apologize. Tape. I didn't say a goddamn word Man, to Man, you said, Cameron. you said, <laughs> this, bro, you said this nigga is about to be out of Hollywood. Oh, no, I you did said, not say that. That's you said You said it's almost over for this That's nigga. That's bogus. You said this nigga was feeling the heat. That's bogus You said right this nigga there. was feeling the heat. This nigga's lying like you a said, bitch. You said James Cameron, uh, James Cameron's going <laughs> to be up no. in better sound, sweeping the floor. Hey, yo, hey, Sweeping yo. the floor. Hey, yo, fuck no. <laughs> I did not. I, at the very least... My black ass on this fucking podcast. Y'all ever heard engineer could easily run it the fuck back on one of the episodes. Y'all ever heard a nigga walk back on some comments? Here you go. What (laughs) I said, I said what I said. What I said, (laughs) goddamn, is I said what I said. He's gonna have a tough time trying to make fucking two and a half billion dollars to break even. I said that too. Nah. You didn't. You said that you hope it don't make that money, so we no. don't have to get another fucking avatar. I, That's I said I'd said. rather not see another avatar. Uh huh. I said I prefer not to see another avatar, but I ain't, I ain't said anything. But was we knew what's gonna happen, didn't we? No, we didn't. No, know we didn't. Gonna, we did not know. It was gonna I, happen. Ain't, I don't even think them niggas knew. It was gonna <laughs> get that much fucking money. <laughs> 
I don't even think they fucking knew. But I'm niggas sitting like it's still making money. Man, look, I went and saw that long ass shit too. I ain't seen it in yet. in 3D. Look, listen, that was where I was already kind of like uh, discouraged because I like seeing films. And IMAX, IMAX ought to sponsor our show. Actually, they need to sponsor the fucking show. I, yo, look, I'll say every IMAX movie is not gonna flop if they sponsor the fucking show. On me, oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? I'm I'll coming, happily I'll, say this. I have, I wear a fucking IMAX shirt and hat. Yeah, bro, happily, bro. Easily. Yeah, look, when we start shooting these episodes, if y'all see us in full on IMAX gear, <laughs> <laughs> y'all niggas know why. Right? Sound and IMAX, they gonna come in here. Oh, and, bro, man, look, niggas gonna hear us breathing and shit. <laughs> <laughs> niggas gonna be like, all right, no more IMAX, no more IMAX. <laughs> Um, but no, man, Avatar 2 fucking is raking in the fucking cash at the box off. Them niggas made so much. They're, one, the movie has not been out that long. It's been out since... The 16th of December. Okay, and they've made $1.4 Worldwide, yeah. And, and they we, only need to make two and a half, two, two and a half. Bro, and they made a billion overseas. Mm-hmm. That is, that is nuts. That's nuts. That is utterly ridiculous. Like... A billion dollars overseas. Mm-hmm. Just just to show you how nuts that is, Black Panther made like three hundred million overseas. It's mm-hmm. at eight hundred million right now. I think Doctor Strange made close to four hundred or five hundred million overseas, um, and it ended at nine hundred fifty-five million. Uh, Thor: Love and Thunder made a lot overseas as well. Um, but typically, bro, a lot of these movies don't make mm-hmm. even even Top Gun. Bro, this shit just took Top Gun's spot. You it know, did, Top bro. Gun was holding on strong it as was, the highest bro. grossing film. And Top, bro, Top Gun is like one of the highest grossing domestic films ever. Yep. It hit like eight hundred million in the in US. The US. Mm-hmm. So the rest of that, like five hundred million or so, or six hundred million, was made overseas, mm-hmm. and that's at one point four billion, bro. Like mm-hmm. this shit is at a billion. Overseas, I think the last movie to really do mm-hmm. something like that was Spider Man No Way Home. I think yes. they made about a billion overseas. Yep, um, and then a billion here because I think they were like one point nine billion. I don't even know. did they make a whole billion out, bro? Out just oh, just just in the past New Year, bro. The New New Year weekend, these niggas made on New Year, they made another fucking hundred and eighty eight million dollars, and from fifty two international markets to bring it to. The 1.4 billion globally. Like, that was just in that short window, they made damn near another $200 million. Bro. Some films can't even get, they can't even make their budget back. Bro. These niggas have made so much money, bro. Bro, it is, it is, that is, yo, look. James Cameron, on behalf of the show, me yeah. and Corey. Man, look. <laughs> apologize look, James. for saying that she ain't got it no more. No, nah, I ain't say that. Look, James. That nigga said it. That I nigga said say it. it. We apologize remember. for saying that you ain't got it no more. Man, look, James was... Cameron came out the fucking... Look, hey. he And he did say that, you know, this film and the first film were just pretty much like kind of getting you prepared for the fir- the future films of Avatar. Yeah. Um, I don't know how excited I am about <laughs> I, 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 you know, I'm gonna make sure I want I see this one in theaters because I saw the Please first one at the crib. Yeah. Go see Avatar two in theaters, and I'm also yeah. recommending our listeners out there if you want to see like if if you want a spectacle like that's something a, that's that a is, spectacle that is man like I think someone on Twitter said it like around I was either right when the movie released or right before probably some you know a list Hollywood motherfucker who had like the pre screener and they were able to see it before everybody else like they all do. Um, but he was like, you know, this is a movie. This feels like a fucking movie. Like I knew exactly what he fucking meant. It's like, okay, okay. you know what I mean. You can, and you can yeah. tell. Like you got movies, sure, that get released by studios and AMC and of course, of course, Cinemark and shit. 
Do you have fucking movies? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's pretty much the difference between the movies that it, it'll only be niggas like us in the theater yeah. and in the movies where and it'll be everybody. Everyone. Motherfuckers that is Avatar. Yeah, That's Black Panther too. Yeah, yeah. Motherfuckers ain't been in the theater for like five, six years. Niggas is there to see yeah, Avatar. Yeah, they gonna show up and see Bro, that. Avatar, like the screens are still like mostly sold out across here in LA for sure, I could tell. Right. So you niggas, niggas needs to go see it before you don't get a chance to. But I have a feeling that this is going to get an extended stay in the box office. I have, I just, I'm, I don't know. I just feel like that's just probably at, what's at, gonna happen. Bro, at one point four billion dollars in like less than a in month. Less than a month. Less than a month. Mm-hmm. This shit's gonna be in theaters till the summer, bro. It's gonna, be, <laughs> it's, it's gonna be in theaters till like fucking Mission Impossible ah, that's six right. or seven comes out, bro. Mm-hmm. Like this. This shit is going to be in th- This shit might even be in theaters till the next one comes out you next year. You ain't lying. Because fucking, I mean, we just mentioned it. You know, Top Gun Maverick, that nigga was in, they were in theaters for a while. They they were in theaters for a while and then they went back. Then the they theater. went back in December. They went, yeah, in December. They went back in theaters. Before they went to Paramount Plus and like broke records for like the highest streamed movie Bro. in like that amount of time. And I rewatched it. That's such a great movie. It's a, it, such a great movie. We can have discussions as, as we get closer to our Oscars episodes. We'll talk more about Top Gun Maverick and all these movies because, yeah. wow, what a movie. What a fucking movie. What a movie. Tommy Cruz hasn't missed, has he? Tommy he Cruz. DC. The Top Guns, he seemed to... Hey, man, look. A film that came out 30 years after the original to do better than the original, man, that that's, 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 that's quite, a, I mean, quite I look, an accomplishment there. Look at uh, Coming to America didn't do that. Um, mm-hmm. I can't think of no other. Uh, Tron Legacy definitely didn't do that. Yep. Uh, I can't really think of any like thirty. Literally year came later. out thirty years later and did yeah. Better. I don't. I don't. I can't think of any movies that have done that. And the first one did crazy. The first one was 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 also a success, bro. The first one did the equivalent of a billion dollars, like like in today's like mm-hmm. money, like it did the equivalent of a billion dollars worldwide. Mm-hmm. So like for this one to to do that and then some, mm-hmm. crazy. That's crazy, bro. But hey, I mean, that's Tom Cruise, that's Hollywood, and that's why we are here to talk Hollywood shit with you. We want to, of course, again, thank you all for tuning in. As always, you know where to find us, but before we do... Uh, sign off I was going to say log off same man thing. yeah um, same but thing. before we do sign off and we have our fucking engineer take us out David Dean tell these people where they can find you y'all can find me at Deanie Bus on IG and uh, y'all don't gotta follow me on Twitter but you can find us in the letterbox find us in the letterbox also wanna shout out Robert Townsend he directed a couple episodes of Best Man uh, Final Chapters as well oh shit shout yeah, out. Hey, yeah. so shout out, out Robert Townsend shout out Robert Townsend yeah, I meant to shout him out a little earlier legend um, yeah that, icon there we go legend, we love legend. it uh, directed my favorite episodes of both the shows I mentioned but uh yeah that's about it you know where can he you know where you? y'all can find me i'm on twitter i'm yeah. on ig yeah niggas watching we're everywhere on twitter ig and fucking tiktok and Big letterbox yeah um so just click on the link in our bios it'll yep. take you right to them yep. and without further ado knife take us out Whoop. <laughs>